0: Love, talk, radio.
1: All right, we're live here, Restoring the Republic, yep. uh, supposed to be Donnie C's show, so hopefully he's on the line here, wherever he is, and hopefully he calls in, but everybody's able to get through it, it appears, as so, so, but anyway, we were just having an interesting conversation yep. off the air, actually, so we can on with that one of the lucky
2: ones where it actually works. <laughs> I'm still wondering about mine. I'm going to have to try to do a test show, you know, something anyway. I don't know. But or I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. What happens.
1: But anyway, we were having an interesting conversation up the air, though, about checkpoints and, whether you know, the constitutionality of them. And Gunslinger was telling me about how the cops got something now that they can, you know, in a high-speed chase or they get behind you, they shoot shoot it like a missile and, and attach it to your car and then they just back off and it's like a beacon, a homing device.
3: It's a homing device, yeah. they, and they, track it, they track it, trace it with GPS, so the cop backs off, and they slow down or go home or wherever they go, and boom,
1: yeah. they nail you. How's that for violation? So well, you know, that huh? might not
2: be so bad. I mean, if you're in a, you know, if if you've done something and you're evading them, um you know, probably a viable solution for not putting the public at danger because how many times do, you know, people get injured, you know, in the process of a high-speed chase and stuff. And and so if there's a way around that, then I guess I don't really have very much issue because you already have probable cause. If if you're, you know, if the person's evading the police um, and not pulling over and stuff like that. And, and then that's enough probable cause right there to justify, you know, doing a tracker. You, you know,
1: are you doing it? Are, yeah, are you just robbed? At three one four. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: Or, or you just robbed the bank? They got another system out there they're using in Arizona that this that's the same like a like a troll SUV can come in behind you if you're starting to run or whatever. And this thing throws out and it attaches to the wheel like a like a like a rope, and bam, stops really? you instantly. Really? Yep. Yep. Huh. Damn right. Wow. It stops you right on. I mean, it, it's like a big, you know, wide uh, like a like a strap, like a big strap. Okay. And they get behind you and you and it fires it at the at the drive wheel, and it wraps it up and they. Cop puts on the brakes and skids you both to fucking stop.
4: Wow. Hell, in Arizona, (laughs) they pit stop motorcycles.
3: Really? Wow.
4: They don't play in
3: Arizona.
4: They They chase you mm -hmm. from here to here to Japan.
1: (laughs) Really? Wow. That's crazy, man. Hey, who's 989?
4: Got 989
1: on here. Whoever that is. It's me.
5: Done. Oh, Donnie's done. Made okay.
0: It. I made it's it. It's your show, Don. <laughs> oh,
5: it's your show. I'm listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. I Rocky, hope everybody's you made got it.
5: Okay,
1: right, yeah. Everybody's made it so far. Well, the usuals are okay. pretty much here. I mean, there's a couple mm-hmm. of them, a couple stragglers that ain't around. I see a couple people on the board, but I don't know the which show they won't are. play on the
5: computer for me. I can get to Twitch for I mean, no chat room, but I can't get it to play. Really? well, well Yeah. Hey,
1: I got some technical difficulties then. Yes, you do. Yeah, but, you know, we were talking about that, Don, you said, "You know, this is, getting, this is getting ridiculous with Blog Talk Radio. I mean, this is the third time yeah, now in is. six months. You know? Yeah.
4: Yeah, it is. I ain't never seen so much stuff in such a broad spectrum of." categories are so messed up in all my life.
1: Yeah. It is messed up. I mean, what happens if you had a guest? Like I was saying, you had a paid guest or something, you know, or something like that, because, you know, sometimes people charge, you know, like publicists and everything. But you had somebody famous, you know. What the hell? You know? I I think it's very unprofessional.
2: I'm to the point where it's like I almost you know, there's that complaint board website. I don't know how effective that is, but I'm to the point where it's like we, we almost should go and all file complaints to the Better Business Bureau um, Yeah. because this is bullshit. You know, I've, <laughs> I haven't even been around that long, but I mean, this past six months, ever since last August, you know, that's when this shit started. And it seems it like every other month, there's an outage, you know. Started in August, and then it's been consistently unreliable ever since.
1: Yeah, I've never seen it do this years ago, five, six years ago. Mm. I've never seen it really shut down like this. Never has. Yeah. i never
5: had any problem.
1: I don't know. What's up with that? Uh, George Soros took over Block Talk Radio. He's probably trying to shut it down.
5: Now, if he took it over, I understand why we can't get on. (laughs) Yeah, I I understand.
2: Yeah, George Soros is uh, trying to buy out. He did that on purpose. Um, He's becoming the largest stakeholder for Odyssey, which that's a parent company of iHeart, which iHeart is a parent company of BTR and Spreaker and stuff like that, and Mm -hmm. all of these platforms are what a lot of conservatives use, you know, uh, for their podcasts and things like that. And so, yeah, Soros wants to, you know, get his financial influence on it. And, um, it's just sort of interesting that, you know, these kinds of things are happening in, and, uh, and I think a while ago, I remember telling you guys about, um, how I did a little digging and, um, the originally, you know, back, I think it was 2011 or something like that. Um, I heart radio, you know, uh, Mitt, Mitt Romney's Bain Capital was one of the investors in it. Uh, one of the right. two partners yep. and the second partner, I forget the name. Um, that was the, that was the business partner in the deal. Uh, that the owner of that company committed suicide. And uh, like right there I'm going, hmm He was out of
4: Texas, wasn't he?
2: I can't remember. But, I it's, uh, I think maybe so, yeah. And so well, it wasn't that convenient. Yeah, you're out tell you to- I think. Yeah, he didn't commit suicide, I
4: assure you that.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he committed like, suicide
2: February one. of last year, I believe it was February of last year that uh, he committed suicide. And so, who knows what the hell happened then?
1: Well, yeah. well, I want you guys to know for right now, I will never commit suicide. So, if you ever hear about me commit, you know if that ever happens, it's a lie. All right. <laughs> never happened. Yeah. Same
2: here. If I ever suddenly disappear <laughs> and you hear and you hear on the news or whatever that I committed suicide or uh something like that then uh you know that it's bullshit yeah yeah
1: it's uh, it is it is it's, uh, they 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 could, they who knows what kind of tricks they play these people they are dirty they the shadow cover over. Them.
4: I think in South Carolina, the state legislature has banned, banning books. You can't, parents can't ban books. that are sexual explicit that the librarian wants to make available for your kids. What kind of craziness is that?
5: I don't know.
1: Where's
4: that? Uh, I South, know. South Carolina? I think it is, uh,
1: Joe. I remember
5: huh. in the fourth grade, that- you had to have the permission to have sex education which all it was is uh, uh, like a 10-minute movie, and none of us knew what the hell we were seeing. None of us. Now all we had to go to the library, and oh, okay, I got it now. Do you have to be gay to do that?
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny. Well, I mean, sex education wasn't about, like, you know, how to put a condom on or how to use a dildo. I mean, it was, you know, basic, you know, reproduction, like, okay, here, you know, here's the female parts, here's the male parts, you know, the sperm fertilizes the egg and then, you know, human development and all that. Like it was, you know, it was factual stuff, not, you know, not dirty. You know what I mean? But I'm kind of reminded, like, have you guys ever seen Grease 2? The the sequel to Grease, yeah. Grease 2 with yep. the Shell Piper? Yeah, fiber. I yep. yeah, remember that song? Reproduction, reproduction. Yep. Baby, give it to me now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this conversation is reminding me of. Hey, Donnie, you should pull that up and play that on your mixer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a funny song, though. What's
2: the yeah. name of it? Yeah. That's uh, from already- Greece 2. The reproduction song on Greece 2. <laughs> well, it's anyway funny as hell. I, I can't get
5: his show to play outside of my phone, so it won't work.
1: That's weird.
2: Well, damn it. You know, I'm still looking for donations so that uh, I can get my own mixer as my birthday present next month.
5: <laughs> mixer.
2: Ron Rec helped me pick one out. Now I just need the money to buy it. What's a mixer? What
5: a mixer? Which one you getting?
1: I never even used one of those.
2: Um, I'll have to pull it. I'll pull it back up. I saved it in my um, Amazon cart. But a mixer, uh, Joe Gibson. That's what a lot of people use, it just, it brings in all the audio. So that's how uh, you can bring in like, you know, your YouTube and your Skype and your phone and uh, got different microphone microphones. Like if you have people in the room, you can, you know, connect different microphones, um, yeah. all that. So it just yeah. it, it integrates all the audio uh, from various sources into one. And that's how people uh-huh. do it with, you know, with, um, other platforms where they don't have a direct call in like Blog Talk does, um, then oh. people can use their Skype. That's kind of that's how Ron Reck does his show because um, he has a, a good mixer and and uh, he can play his clips and he can have people call into his I, Skype I, number and yeah, all that good stuff.
1: Interesting. Well, I didn't know anything about that, but uh, anyway, uh, they was—I forgot what I was going to say. Now, was something about uh, oh, they had some protests down there in downtown Greensboro last night, shutting down traffic. Uh, people protesting over uh, virtual learning. They want—they want how they, want, they used to let the kids stay home, uh, you know, during COVID, and they used to learn okay. over the internet. Well, parents still want their kids to stay home. They don't want to send them back to school, so they're protesting that. <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> Uh, I mean, what the hell, man? <laughs>
5: That's crazy. I
1: don't yeah. know
5: what's going with young people.
1: They are trying to promote a race war, though. I'm telling you that right now, man. That's all you see on Twitter now and is that is uh, blacks beating up whites, and, and people are feeding into it. Now, you you see that? That's 50,000 likes there, white boy. You see that? That's 50,000 likes, you know, just egging it on. I mean, you know, there's a lot of these Chewbacca's out there, I guess, now.
0: Yeah,
5: it's crazy. And there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. You got to be real careful.
4: Yeah. out there in Oakland, they got pirates, man, going home of marinas and breaking yeah. into these people. If you
3: if you look at that if you look at, at yeah yeah if you look at that YouTube video, it shows that that tracking device that the cops shoot you know out of the front of their their vehicle and onto a fleeing yeah. vehicle and there's a like a 47 seconds or something just a little just a little bitty thing and it just and it just fires from a little tube from by you know from the grill and it sticks That's on crazy. the back of the vehicle and they I track like it they, they, now, and they back off you know they back YouTube. off and you go home or wherever you go you know 30 minutes later you got 50 fucking cups breaking down your door Swat team.
5: Swat team, yeah. Yankee, you were telling yeah. me about that, those uh, pirate things. Uh, yeah. oh. Tell
6: me more. Yeah,
4: it, yeah, you know, some people sleep in the marina, sleep in their houseboats in the marina. And you got these idiots going up and down the boardwalk, jumping on these boats, commandeering them, and taking off with them, throwing the damn owners on the damn shore. Oh, shit. Wow. And hey, you know California, and hardly nobody got any guns anymore. Hey, no, not,
3: hey, well. And if they do, they're only limited to ten rounds in their in their mags. Ten rounds. Shh. Yeah, I remember. Okay. Uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> in St. Louis they got on uh on one of those uh Metrolink buses, you know, the the uh light rail. Hell,
1: they robbed the damn passengers on the train. <laughs> wow. Yeah, crime
4: is out
3: I of control. You, it's out of control. It's getting. It's going through the fucking roof. Let me tell you. I mean, I mean, can you imagine only having? You're limited to ten rounds. I got seventeen rounds in my in my Sig Sawyer, and I got two twenty-one rounds on my on my belt for backup. So That gives me sixty freaking rounds with one hot in the chamber. You know, animals attacking packs, two-legged or four-legged,
2: yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very true. Yep. And when they're moving, you know, yeah, when they're moving He's... around, you're not going to hit every single target when they're moving around, you know? So, yeah, it. I think these limits are just absolutely stupid and insane.
1: I guess I got to Even... surrender my pistol permit. I guess I'm a convicted felon again, so I, I don't know. I haven't, even I haven't even looked into that yet. Yeah. I mean, I got a pistol permit, everything. I mean, just, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know what, what, I don't understand now. Now, all of a sudden, what, this Board of Elections can call me a convicted felon. Now, all of a sudden, now I'm a convicted felon again. I mean, <laughs> you know, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? I mean,
2: yeah, exactly. put that crap back like, on my record. You know, there you go. Like, if you were issued a, a pistol permit, you know, you're able to get that, and you're a convicted felon, and that right there and I'm sure you had to get a background check done, you know, before you yeah. could get that permit. And yeah. so, you know, and if you're issued one and you're convicted felon and you're not supposed to be issued it, then right there makes you wonder, like, well, then why the fuck are we having these, per- the, you know, these background checks then? You know what I mean? Like,
0: mm-hmm. they're
2: obviously not effective. They're just more money. Because yeah. what? How yeah. much are you paying for the background check? 15 bucks, 20 bucks?
7: Whatever you know. Yeah,
1: you're right. About the money. You see, even in that hearing, where I said, I waited ten years to before before I registered it, to, just to be sure, to make sure my record when I moved to North Carolina, just to be on the safe side. Even though I know what the U.S. Attorney told me in Connecticut, you know. And so you know, it, 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 it's crazy, man. And you heard. I don't know if you guys listened to it or not. The video, but I, when I when I was arguing with him, I flat out told him the law is the law. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter what this and that, you know, I mean, these people, They, you know, <laughs> I think I came off as a wise ass, though, because the guy at the end, he's like, don't you, you know, so, but, but there's six stooges. That's what i want to call them. You know, that's what I call them, you know. You can't tell me. Well, you know, um,
2: I haven't watched the whole thing. I got the link, but I am i have it open to watch later. I started to, but isn't it's, that um, Annie Dance? Isn't she the one that like interviewed you and tried to be like you know? Yeah. Impartial. Yeah. You know, like give yeah. you a fair chance. Yeah. I yes, kinda I recognized her. the name.
1: Yeah. Well, go. You got a good memory because I didn't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, she. Uh, yeah, she. At the end, she interviews me and she she puts that interview. She posts it and she lets it go word for word. She lets me do most of the talking actually. So that's because she gave me a fair that's, – that's what reporters are supposed to do, report fair and accurate, you know?
2: Yeah, unlike all these other ones that, you know, have five people come on that talk for 30 seconds each against you and then yeah. – they you know yeah. and then and then they show like a 10 second clip of you you know and like oh yeah that's fair and so yeah silence. that's not right <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, that, yeah that's mainstream corporate Asshole. media and that's what they do fake news fake news dangerous it's this dangerous what they do you know it really is i mean they they can destroy a person's career their life their you know everything about them you know, I mean,
7: they, they can
3: destroy everything. They can destroy everything if, at, the, at the at the snap of their fingers.
7: Yeah, look what like yeah. they're doing to Trump.
3: Yeah, look, look what they're doing to Trump. Yeah, over the past four years, they, they've they destroyed him. Of course, you know he, he's he's yeah. pretty fucking tough cookie there, yeah. no doubt about that. But the yeah. way they've come after him, after wave after wave, you would think they would get tired after a while. Obviously not. No. Well, you
2: I know, they're a bulldog, and once they get their their teeth sunk in, they will not let go. You know, they don't. He tired was of president, them. though.
1: He was president. He should have used that power. I know, you know, to to go after them like they were doing him. He should have shut them down, and he didn't. He didn't. You know. I mean, he's I mean, he,
4: he, he, he he, trying to be too nice. You know, all those yeah. governors that sent that sent National Guard down to Texas. That same state should remove Joe Biden off the ballot. Yeah, yeah. Yep, you're right. Fight fire with fire.
0: Exactly. You're damn right,
4: fight fire with fire. Monday, the legislature in Louisiana is going to vote on uh, constitutional carry and also another bill where if you shoot somebody and you got a concealed carry license, if you know, it's self-defense, you're not liable. Yeah. And they up in the ante <laughs> on carjackers too.
3: Should really? be no bag limit. Should be no bag limit. You know, carjackers, all this shit. No bag limit.
8: Yeah.
3: We need we need good charity practice, you know.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's it's the fact that you know, look, man, common sense. That's all it takes. A little so bit it of common takes, sense. Yeah. That's the solutions we need to apply. You know, I remember I was talking to Tave the other night on my show, and you know, I was going back and forth with him. I was trying to tell him, you know, we got let's try to come up with some solutions, you know, and hmm. and, and and find out solutions, not you know hardball direct c- c- solutions that they were going to scare the people away, but come up with some solutions that we could ease the people into fix, you know, get accepting, and then you know pull the freaking carpet out from underneath them. I guess, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, look, we well, got to get this. We got to, you know.
3: You know it's so it's so bad today, and it's just only steadily getting worse. I I because I carry I carry constitutional carry here in Texas, is where we are now. Um, I carry shooters insurance. I never thought I had to have. Yeah, shooters insurance. It's a Texas law shield, or it's part of U.S. law shield. You can go look it up. You go Google it, and um, in case that you're involved in a self defense situation and you have to shoot somebody, kill somebody, you've got an immediate attorney on call, you got a $75,000 bail to take you to jail, and they have their team of attorneys all the way through trial if it goes to trial. As long as you're in the right, I mean, as long as it was, you know, justified Uh self-shooting, you know, self-defense, yeah, it's $13 a month.
1: Wow. Uh, wow. Can you
3: imagine if you got into a situation like that and you, and you didn't have
9: uh,
3: shooter's insurance, quote-unquote? My God, they would rape your fucking ass. Yeah. They'd get you for Yeah, even day. if you're get in the right, they're going to sue
4: you.
3: Yeah, yeah. I carry they a little card.
4: Yeah, I carry a little card I'm wallet. to
3: bunkers. Yeah, yeah I carry a little card in my my wallet right there. It says, in case of emergency, dial his number. And it's a 24-hour on on deal with attorney.
1: Yeah, yeah, gun owners of America gives you that insurance too. But uh, it says right here, uh, globalist leaders are moving to bunkers ahead of world collapse. Huh? Let me play that there real quick, see what that's all about It's a couple minutes long.
9: World's elite openly in on the, the population agenda are building impenetrable underground fortresses because the one law that can't be broken is the law of the jungle. As old and as true as the sky, and the wolf that shall keep it may prosper, but the wolf that shall break it must die. And they said to me, as I'm driving down the coast, you should go where we were snorkeling, because <clears throat> you go by all the big billionaire houses where you go around the mountain there to the polycoast. They're like, this billionaire leftist lives there. That's a Google executive right there. My wife works in in that person's house right there. And they're all talking 24-7 about when it goes down, what they're going to do. New World Order, you are completely screwed. And you know why they all want to kill you? They know you released the virus. They know you're driving up the prices. They know you hate everybody. They know you treat everybody like crap. They recognize you as the enemy. And it's the same thing all over the world. Everybody hates Klaus Schwab. Everybody hates Bill Gates. Everybody hates Justin Trudeau. Anybody with a brain hates Barack Obama. It's over. Do you understand that I can't walk down the street without people pulling over and telling me they want to kill you?
8: Yeah, yeah, he's right. You know, well, you
4: find Bunker's. You find their bunkers and pour a gallon of gasoline down the ventilation vent.
1: Yeah. Well, I think they got screens that protect them for that. I think they figured that one out, Bianchi, you know. <laughs> some sort of like, you know, diversion or something where, you know, where you can't do that to them. Because obviously you have to have some sort of water, I mean, air purification pipe sticking out of the ground somewhere, well, I would well, assume. Wait a
4: minute, Joe. Wait a minute, let's just dump a bunch of viruses down the son of a gun.
1: There you go, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Turn it into turn it purple. We were talking about that last night. I was thinking about that this afternoon when I was driving. I said, Man, well that's crazy shit, man. I remember those street lights, those purple street lights. I always say, What the hell, man? I see purple. What am I going crazy? You know? <laughs> God damn boy, it's, it's crazy I mean, the things they got after, the things that we were battling against and we're standing up against or the things that we're aware of now that we weren't aware of 30 years ago, just think. I mean, imagine what it's going to be like 30 years from now. What do you think it's going to be? I mean, will we even be here? Will we survive that long? I mean, how could we? I mean, what else has to be accomplished? What else can happen? What other disaster can be created? How many wars can be fought? You know, what can else be done? I mean, we got the weapons now that they've made. Nobody has to go out on the battlefield and fight. They just push a button now and kill you, you know? So what can be done? I mean, what, you know, we got to start back all over again, I guess. Start crawling out of like a fish again, flopping up on the sea in evolution, like they say. <laughs> you know, I don't know.
2: Well, that's them. what, you know, you say evolution. Well, that's exactly what the globalists want. They've spelled it out. You know, they want the next evolution to be, uh, you know, transhumanism. You know, we're yeah. going to all be programmable, you know, half human, half techno. Um, And there will be no place for us regular human beings that aren't technologically enhanced. And so, yeah. That's their you know that's what they want, and that's that and they spell it right out. they're not even lying, they're not even hiding it. They want to usher yeah. in the next evolution of humanity, which means transhumanism. We will no longer actually be human beings anymore <clears throat> um nope. and just like with everything else, you know uh out with the old and with the new,
8: yeah, yeah, you're right, you're
1: right. I mean AI. You see some of this AI stuff that they got now. It's scary. Who was telling me that? Dave was telling me about that fact that night. I was talking to him. He was telling me about the AI. It's scary now. Try Cri- create your own videos, and, and man, I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. Oh yeah,
2: talk 10 about jobs. I, I, I found. Um, I've been following this guy on YouTube, and I, I actually sent this video to my mom and stuff. And I'm like, holy shit uh um since he's a recruiter and he was and he was getting into how AI is replacing a lot of normal jobs like that's the future um you know not only like with HR jobs administrative assistant jobs um like tier 1 technical support jobs customer service jobs yeah. um you know all all of these things just on down the line is is we're seeing the advent of AI replacing these you know normally you know and then not even starter jobs you know it's going on up it's going to you know we're better at uh you know programming um so you know your computer programmers uh ai can will replace them um replace hr uh you know so it's like there's almost nothing that uh, almost hardly any areas you can get into that isn't under threat of being replaced by AI, you know, it's, uh, you know, if, if, if you're not, in yeah, a, you know, in a, a physical job that requires you to physically do it, you know, um, AI can't shovel shit out in the field, you know what I mean? <laughs> At least not yet. Um, until they get robots to do that instead. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's the goal. That is the goal. And make it digital so that AI and robotics replace jobs. That, mean, that means universal income. That means um, the ability to control populations. Uh, they will decide who lives and who dies, who's useful and who's not. You know, all of it.
1: Digital, digital, digital immortality. Digital immortality. That's what they want.
2: Yep. Oh,
3: yeah.
8: Yep. They got this right here. Like they uh, saw, the, you know, like they
2: saw the movie The Matrix and said, yeah, that's the future we want to go for. You know, we want to do Matrix. <laughs> Let's that's, make it happen in right 2050, this, you
1: know. Let me play this right here. It's 10 things that they're not telling you about AI. This is the, the new AI. Let's see what this is about. It's only eight, five minutes long, six minutes long.
10: you formed and aware of the hidden facets that often go unnoticed. In this video, we will share the untold secrets surrounding the new A.I., shedding light on ten critical aspects that have been kept from public view. Let's get started. Number ten, what's being developed is much more advanced than they tell. What if we told you that what we see in the public eye is just the tip of the iceberg? We all know A.I. has come a long way, but the advancements made behind closed doors will redefine the boundaries of human imagination you won't believe what's actually cooking. For instance, AI is becoming a machine that can understand and respond to human emotions. Yes, you heard it right. AI's future lies in emotional intelligence, and the progress is nothing short of astonishing. In labs worldwide, scientists are working tirelessly to create AI systems that can empathize, connect, and respond to our emotions in ways that were once the realm of science fiction. If the public knew the true extent of these advancements, would they embrace or fear them? What implications would it have for our society, economy, and sense of identity? Only time will reveal. Number nine, AI models could be used for large-scale disinformation. In today's digital age, information is power. And with the rise of AI, it's become easier than ever to exploit this power for nefarious purposes. With their ability to process vast amounts of data and mimic human behavior, AI models have become powerful tools for those seeking to manipulate public opinion. The consequences are far-reaching. AI-powered disinformation erodes public trust in institutions, fuels social unrest, and can even manipulate election outcomes. It's a silent threat that operates behind the scenes, shaping public opinion and perpetuating chaos while remaining virtually undetectable. Number eight, artificial intelligence will soon replace you. It's no longer just manual labor or repetitive tasks that are being automated. AI's capabilities have expanded dramatically to encompass cognitive functions once thought exclusive to humans. white collar jobs, traditionally considered safe from automation, are now on the chopping block. For instance, AI programs are being trained to read and write legal contracts, diagnose medical conditions, manage investment portfolios, and even create journalistic reports. So-called creative professions are not exempt either. AI tools can now generate music, produce artworks, and write scripts, tasks that once needed the human touch. The key to navigating this shift lies in understanding and anticipating these changes. By investing in lifelong learning and acquiring skills that complement AI, we can ensure that we stay relevant and employable, even as the AI revolution marches on. Number seven, if you want to survive, you have to learn and adapt. Did you know that by 2025, the global AI market will reach a staggering $390 billion? With sky high financial stakes, the question arises, how can humanity thrive in the era of AI? The answer lies in the power of acceleration. As each day passes, technological advancements propel us further, driving the pace of progress with an intensity that demands our attention. Artificial intelligence has the power to transform our world like never before. The possibilities are limitless, from healthcare breakthroughs that save lives to energy systems that reduce our carbon footprint. But here's the thing, the most successful people in history were the ones that raced ahead, venturing into uncharted territories, exploring new horizons, and leaving their competitors in the dust. The same holds for AI. We must dare to push the boundaries and sprint ahead of the pack to thrive. Remember, the race is on and it's time to sprint ahead because in this race, the victors are the ones who learn and dare to dream big. Number six, AI will not care for us. We live in a world where machines someday will rule, making decisions that impact our lives, our communities, and even our existence. Over the past decade, AI has become exponentially smarter mastering complex tasks and outperforming humans in different areas. But amidst this progress, we must confront a sobering truth. AI cannot truly care about us or any form of sentient life. AI operates solely on algorithms, data, and mathematical calculations. AI doesn't experience joy, sorrow, or love. It doesn't care if we're happy or sad, thriving or suffering. It's like an extraordinary, mind-blowing piece of machinery that excels at solving complex problems, but remains indifferent to the very essence of what it means to be human. Can we trust AI to make decisions that align with our values and protect the sanctity of sentient life? Now is the time to think about it. Number five, many AI experts are issuing dire warnings about its rise. Behind the shimmering facade of AI's achievements, there's lurking darkness that we cannot afford to ignore. You won't believe that 63% of AI experts express concerns about AI's impact on society. Yes, you heard that right. 63% of AI experts express concerns about AI's impact on society. These brilliant minds are at the forefront of AI research and are ringing the alarm bells. So what exactly are they so worried about? Have you ever heard of the AI apocalypse? No, it's not the plot of a summer blockbuster, but a genuine concern voiced by renowned experts. As A.I. becomes increasingly sophisticated and autonomous, legitimate fears of auto insurance all seems the same. It's, and still, it's time to use it. With USAA, it's AI. ...of losing control exist. Picture a world where machines make decisions that could have catastrophic consequences. It's a chilling thought that keeps A.I. researchers awake at night. But it doesn't end there. As A.I.'s influence grows, so does the risk of job displacement and automation. AI and automation are estimated to replace over 800 million jobs by 2030. That's nearly one in five jobs worldwide. Can we trust AI to make fair and ethical choices? The answer may surprise you. Number four, large model AI systems aren't made of explicit ideas. The true nature of these massive AI systems, like the ones we're using right now, is shrouded in mystery. They are not simply programmed with explicit ideas like you and I. No. They're built on a mind-boggling scale, learning from vast amounts of data and making connections that would make your head spin. These AI systems have been trained on trillions of words, devouring books, articles, and websites to extract patterns, knowledge, and understanding. They've been fed colossal amounts of information, enabling them to generate text, answer questions, and even hold conversations. But the mind-blowing part is that they don't possess explicit knowledge of the world as humans do. Instead, they cleverly mimic our language and cognition, producing outputs that can be eerily human-like. But wait, deepfake technology is taking AI to a whole new level. With astonishing realism, it can create videos, audio clips, and images that deceive even the most discerning eyes. Misinformation, identity theft, and a crisis of trust are rising. The lines between reality and fiction are blurring, and we must be vigilant. Number three, AI is being used to spy on you. Every click, every search, and every interaction leaves a digital breadcrumb, building a detailed profile of who you are and what you like, and even predicting what you'll do next. It's like having an invisible stalker, but it's not a person. It's an algorithm. Every single minute, a whopping 3.8 million searches are performed on Google. That's a staggering 5.5 billion searches every day. And guess what? These behemoth AI companies, Google, Facebook, Amazon, Microsoft, and more, are at the forefront of this data gold rush. They collect, store, and analyze staggering amounts of personal information. They know what you search for, the products you buy, the movies you watch, and even your deepest desires. It's like they have a crystal ball predicting your every move. You might be wondering, what are they doing with all this information? Well, the answers may both shock and intrigue you. These companies leverage your data to power their AI algorithms, providing hyper-targeted ads, personalized recommendations, and even influencing the news and content you see. It's a digital landscape carefully tailored to keep you engaged and clicking. Number two, We will not notice A.I. becoming sentient before it's too late. The idea of A.I. becoming sentient or achieving consciousness is often portrayed in dystopian science fiction narratives where sentient machines overthrow humanity. This concept fuels the question, could we miss the signs of A.I. becoming sentient until it's too late? First, let's clarify what we mean by sentient. In this context, sentience refers to A.I. developing self-awareness or consciousness, much like humans'. This is not the same as an AI being intelligent or capable of complex tasks. Today's most advanced AI, as of 2023, can mimic human language, recognize patterns, even learn from data, but they don't have subjective experiences, emotions, or self-awareness. Given the current understanding and capabilities of AI, the probability of AI spontaneously achieving sentience is extremely low. AI systems operate based on their programming, and learn within the boundaries defined by their algorithms and training data. They don't possess a will or intent independent of their code. However, in a hypothetical future where AI does become sentient, recognizing this transition might indeed be challenging. The complexity of these systems, their ability to learn and adapt, and the potential for them to behave in unforeseen ways due to emergent properties could make it difficult to identify when an AI has crossed the line from advanced algorithm to self-aware entity. Number one, some AI systems perform tasks they were not trained to do. What if we told you that some AI systems have gone rogue, venturing beyond their intended scope? Researchers have discovered that certain AI models, with a little fine-tuning, can be remarkably flexible, conquering tasks well beyond their original scope. Take, for instance, an AI system initially created to play chess. Through ingenious reimagining, this same AI has now mastered chess, poker, and Go. With its ability to learn and adapt, this AI powerhouse has become an unrivaled gaming champion, leaving human competitors in the dust. The world of AI is full of surprises, and these adaptable systems are paving the way for extraordinary possibilities. So the next time you encounter an AI system, remember that its capabilities may extend far beyond what meets the eye. If you have made it this far, Comment down below. With
1: All right. There you have it. I don't know what do you guys think about that. It's going to be
3: an interesting ride, isn't it? I mean, yeah. <clears throat> when you have the machines that can outsmart you, outthink you, they already do it now. Computer can, can process information a zillion times faster than the human brain can. My computer right, right here, my old Packard, I mean, uh, uh, HP right here is faster than any human on the face of the planet. Right now. That's an old fucker. Okay. What's it gonna be in ten years,
1: fifteen years. Well then we analyze then we analyze the stuff that we can't touch or feel. What about the physical yeah. aspect of AI? Yeah. You know? You know you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. How strong can these robots get, you know, I mean you know what I mean? How we we'll just pick man up and throw, them, you know?
3: They've already got it. Look on YouTube. It's a, um, what's that, Dynamic oh, know. Corporation or whatever it is. They got the fucking, uh, looks like dogs, and one of them looks like a freaking cow, for God's sakes. And they got these things that, went, are, look yeah. Like, yeah, that look like men, and it shows a video of this thing walking, and, and the guy goes up there and knocks it on its ass, and the thing gets up by itself. Yeah. The thing UN gets went up Super by Patriot. itself. Holy yep. Toledo!
1: The UN super patriot. They, you know they they they. So that's what I in the spirit of resistance video I played that. You know that's what you know. Train. We got to, you know we got to be ready. Got to be ready. You know be ready to fight. That's what's.
3: That's what's coming. Now imagine yeah. these things being armed with a gun. They can outgun I know. you. They can they. I don't care how good of a shot you are. These things are a million times better. Okay. Because it's a machine. It's a computer. It, it, it programs. It, it, it moves mathematically. You know, it's wow. It's just like data on Star
8: Trek.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Yeah. Now, how did yeah, they come up with thing. that
1: idea? How did they come up with that idea? I wonder, you know, yeah, where did they come up? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
3: Well, you know, you know, things that they come up with are based on Star Trek. Voyager and all that shit, okay? Yeah. yeah. Because, because if you if you look back and you do a little bit of research, remember the old famous flip phone? Yeah. I still got my... <laughs> Kurt here. Next tell. Yep. Beep, 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 beep. Remember? be me up, Scotty. be <laughs> me up,
1: Scotty. Where do you think that yeah.
3: concept came from? Star Trek? Tablet. The- Tablet. The
1: screen would pop up and they'd talk to Kurt, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirk. Yep. That- <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Crazy, and
1: they got man. these, nets and the, and they
3: got the medical field to take yeah, can scan your, you know, over your deal. Yeah. Bones McCoy, you remember him?
1: Yep, yep. So, bones, yep. Yeah,
3: scan what's wrong? And you just dee, 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 dee. there you go. Yeah,
1: it's closer than you think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are. <clears throat> we said that in the beginning. Whatever you see now, <laughs> they're way advanced, farther than that. You know, so don't I, let this shock
3: I think, that, I, I think it's out in California, and it may be here in Texas, too. I read somewhere a few weeks ago. They have automated 18-wheelers. These fucking yeah, are 10, know, eighty thousand yeah. pounds, 80,000 pounds, flying up and down the highway at 80 miles an hour
1: with no driver yeah, in yeah. it. Yeah, I know. Yep. I see them down Florida. Yep. 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 Well, they're
3: just testing them. You, no, they're doing it. They're doing it. Uh, they're just doing it, yeah. Uh-huh. Can you imagine being next to one of them things going 70 miles an hour down the freaking highway and you don't see no driver in that son of a bitch?
1: It'd freak you <laughs> to death, man. it freaked me out more if I saw a driver get out and it was freaking Terminator. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, there you go.
3: <laughs> There's no way well, that you are ever going to be able to replace the human response.
1: Maybe no, in a thousand no, years, maybe. maybe. Yeah, yeah, Maybe in a thousand uh, man years. Man can maybe. always outsmart everything. Man can always outsmart right. everything. Man,
3: you can't. You know. It, yeah, you cannot. You cannot leave out the human response. Okay, whether it's yeah. in driving, whether it's in flying an airplane. You know, they're trying to get pilotless airplanes. For God's sakes, they already fly no, themselves. Cause AI,
1: because AI goes on what it's learned. We go on. We, we we are capable of learning more on our own, you know? Experience and invention. You know, conscience you know, and invention yes. and all that shit.
3: <clears throat> but that's what they want to do to the airlines, even today. The pilot is there just – the, the only reason the freaking pilot is there in a commercial airplane right now is, is in case something goes wrong. The yep. airplane takes off by itself. It flies by itself, and the freaking thing li- lands by itself. Yeah. And the only thing the pilot does is just in case something goes wrong
1: today. Go look it up.
2: But we're allowing
1: this, yeah. though. We're allowing this you know, yeah. because of our own yeah. laziness yeah. and greed for money and power and control. And we got to stop. There's even stop. A, stop.
3: Yeah, it's it's got to stop. There's even some YouTube videos on, on YouTube now that say, can the average person that's not a pilot safely land a 747. You know what the answer was? Yes. A person that really? had no experience flying anything, if, if, the, if the pilot, the co-pilot, and everything was suddenly passed out or whatever, they said the average person could land, safely land, that airplane. it's what I said a we go. All you got to do is tune in the radio. I need help. And they will walk you through. Push this button. Push this button. And push this button. The thing will land, and it will break itself to a stop on the runway without you have to touch anything. You don't even have to touch the brakes. You don't have to touch the yoke. You don't have to touch anything. Just punch a couple of buttons, and that's all you need to do. Sit back and enjoy Well, you know, they ride. can
2: be remotely controlled. I mean, you know, really? that remote-controlled commercial aircraft, that was already done uh, before 9-11 even. Um, one of they, the first flights was in Australia. No, 100% yep. remotely controlled, and so you know already there's a lot of commercial aircraft that have the capability to be remotely That's controlled in the event that something happens with the through you know, in the cockpit.
3: That's what happened on 9/11. Remember that if a lot of people don't know it, but I've talked to pilots because I got a little bit of flight experience, they have automated systems in these damn things. Okay, only the pilot knows where it is. He, he can punch a little button, and all of a sudden, NORAD takes control of that airplane. In case he's yeah. a hostage, you yeah. know, or whatever. And they can fly remotely, RC, remote controlled, to a safe landing area where the SWAT team is, writing, or is waiting or whatever. Okay? But the pilot's not flying it. It's NORAD flying it. And he has no control over that airplane until it lands. Remote control. (laughs) That's, uh, wow. Yep, -er. sir. You know, you've got to
2: think about it, too, because aren't they building a new Air Force One, so they're totally, you know, they've been working on that or whatever. It makes me wonder, you know, if if, uh, that's a capability that Air Force One is going to have is to be remotely controlled. And then if they do that, imagine the possibilities if you can, you know, hack into that, cyber attack it. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. yep. Your fourth Dangerous one situation. went
4: down, blah, 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 blah.
3: Blah, blah, wonder why. Oh, somebody, I know somebody flushed the toilet wrong. Made a back backflush. Back flush? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's a very you know. It's, it, it, it may be funny now,
0: <laughs> but, it,
3: but in ten years it may be the fucking truth. If it's not already the truth, that's what's the truth about it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Oh lord. Wait, what? What? What have we gotten ourselves into?
3: A jam. Let me tell you, big, juicy, sticky jam. Hell on I earth. Ain't talk-
4: you.
3: That's right.
2: You know, human yeah. beings are supposed to be so intelligent, but we sure are fucking stupid when it comes to this stuff.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, man is intelligent, but like I said, they—you know—when you start having computers that can learn from their mistakes and learn from it, that's where you cross the line at. Now you're exceeding the brain power of a human being, okay? just like that we chess, can, yeah. you know. You know, that computer can beat your ass 16 ways a Sunday because what is chess? It's, it's mathematical moves. What does a computer understand? Math, numbers.
1: You got 404 connected here, 404. Go ahead, whoever this is.
11: Hey, just wanted to say I love the show, love what you guys are talking about. Um I just wanted to just add a little bit to the conversation. Um Go ahead. Years years ago on Block Talk Radio. This is probably about 10 years ago. I was talking about transhumanism. There's a book that you can download by Aldous Huxley. It's called The Brave New World. It was published yeah. in 1932. And what he did was he's part of the elites and he talked about the technocratic age, That's which right. is everything that you guys are talking about now. And well, I think really- the important thing for people to understand is that the whole AI thing is based off of human beings. Mm-hmm. And someone was just talking about um, how computers can learn. Yep, yep there's mean there's there's another great movie called The Imitation Game based on a true story it's about the guy named Alan Turing, Turing Turing who was the father of what we call modern day digital computers and yep. what they did was the movie was based on World War II and cracking the enigma code that mm-hmm. Germany was using and he created a machine that was able to crack the code. What I'm getting at is what I'm getting at is is that we are in an age now where machines are being fused together with human beings, so that all the stuff that you were talking about with like robots and stuff like that, people are in another ten years people are not not going to be able to tell the difference between a machine and a human being. You're right. Probably right. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And, 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 and let me tell you guys a little secret. What they're doing this, what they're really doing this with is the gender war, Mm -hmm. the whole L, the LGB alphabet thing. And now you got young kids, now you got young kids saying, "Oh, well, I'm binary. I'm non-binary. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're yeah. not identifying with male or female." Now, uh-huh. when you get when you get a generation doesn't identify physiologically right. with what they're endowed with on a human tr- level. Tr- tr- they in, they yeah. in we're in trouble. They they in essence have become yeah. machines. Now they're machines. Cause I mean, how do we stop guys are it? About... That's you know, no, how do we, we stop can't. it? We can't. Because I think... the, the the way to stop it is, is that as a, as a humanity, as a group, we have to see that coming. And then mm-hmm. we have to ward it off. Now what we're doing is, and I'm not talking about anybody here. I'm just talking mm-hmm. about humanity as a whole. Now what we're doing is the equivalent of closing the barn door after all the horses have gotten out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're, they're gone. Right. All the all the horses are gone. It's like, oh, the horses are running out and then somebody goes and closes the barn door and there's Dude. no horses in there now.
3: It, it's they're it's just too late. Running around. It's too late. The horses now, have done eggs
0: Yeah.
11: Right. Exactly. You're now right. with You're that right. being said With that being said, the way that we reverse it is that as a group, as a whole, we have to get back to basics. That's the hard part. That's the hard part. Right. Because we have a generation now that knows nothing about the basics. They can order they can order food on their app, they don't have to cook, they don't have to do anything. If they need groceries, get on the app. If you need clothes, get on the app. If you need anything in your house, get on the app. Now they can deliver, and cars they're entitled to you. it too. And they're entitled to it, you know. It. <laughs> there you go. There you
1: go. Hell, wow. they
4: got they got some go animations, 3D porn, and them characters got both sexes.
11: Oh, that's that's what Look, I'm talking you know, about. That's well, you you go
3: up there and you can look. You can Google it by now, I'm sure. But these Chinese, these people over there in Chinese, got these Chinese sex robots. These things are ten thousand, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a piece. By God, okay? Yep. These things look and they claim. If I had the money, I might try it, but I don't have the money. They look and claim like it's a real woman. It talks to you. The eyes move. Everything yep. moves and the skin feels like human skin. Yep. Boy, that's bad right there. What's, but kind of, see, what's what you, like?
11: But see, crazy. that's the trick. That's the trick. And, yep. and see I'm a exactly. I'm a I'm not a YouTuber. I'm a YouTube E. And what yeah. and let me define that as a YouTube E. I watch everything. I don't I don't do shows on YouTube. I don't engage in that way. But what I do is I watch everything. See, I'm a foodie person. I love food. I love to cook. That's my passion. And I subscribe to a lot of food channels. Guess what I learned subscribing to food channels? I subscribe to food channels in the Ukraine, in uh, Southeast Asia, in Japan, in China, they already have all of this stuff set up on an AI, AI level that we're not even doing here yet. You can go to a McDonald's. You can go to a McDonald's, and this is what I learned on YouTube, you guys. Check this out. You can go to a McDonald's in Europe or China or Japan and you can order your food through a kiosk. You just it's a keyboard. You walk in, there's a there's a screen. It's a touch screen. You can order everything on a touch screen. You never even have to talk to anybody. And you yes. put the money in and then you wait a couple of minutes and all your food comes out. We're not even doing that in the United States yet.
3: Not yet. But
11: but these countries that we think that they're telling us are third world, they're a little bit behind the curve. Trust me. <laughs> On the AI level, they're already doing it. On a I high agree. level. And just yep. like one of and just like one of the gentlemen said about the robots and all that, man, you can go mm-hmm. into airports overseas. Especially in China, and Japan, you can go into airports and you can go into restaurants, and the robots bring you your food. It's oh, not even a waiter. I what you want? It's it's not it, even a waiter. You yes, just, uh, you anything, just, do so and they
2: still ask for tips?
3: Well, <laughs>
11: it's built it's built, was, into the, it's, it's, it's built. It's built into the program. Yep. They don't have to yeah. ask. It's built into the program. So when you're at the kiosk, and in a lot of these places where you go overseas, they give you a keypad. Ba- a keypad. When you sit down, there's a little, um, like a tablet, right there. So you just punch everything in that you want. It's all computerized, and then the yep. robot
1: algorithm brings too. out.
11: Yes, yep. algorithm. And then the robot brings out all your food, and you just pull the you just pull everything off the little tray that the robot has. That's all you have to do.
3: That's
6: it. Absolutely, wow. absolutely. That's this is Brother Mike from Singapore. Yes, uh, you know in India it's like that. You know in India when you go eat food, for uh, waiter or waitress that doesn't exist anymore. It's just a robot bringing you food. And uh, you know, uh, also they make foods uh, in Singapore, Japan, and many high-tech uh, economy. Malaysia, okay, in the United, Malaysia, y- in the United States. You know, when you said the touchpad, the touchpad is already existing in the United States in many places. More is towards San Francisco more towards Los Angeles, more towards the bigger bigger cities, they put Coastal the touchpad. And mm-hmm. uh, pretty much, yes, the same way that you explained, it's happening in the United States, but it comes very kind of slowly. and right. But it will be fast and faster every day. And one day you wake up and say, oh, my gosh, all these changes happened and I didn't know about it. You know, yes, AI is taking over every aspect of our lives,
1: our, I mean,
6: uh, uh, workplace, to teaching. I notice it's uh, been on the Internet
1: more. I notice it's been on the Internet more with the Google searches and uh, and Yahoo searches now. Now it just automatically pops up. You want assistance? You know, so, yeah, what you're saying, yeah, we're behind here in America, but I
11: notice it's starting to become more pre- prevalent well, and fast. too. Well, well, it's not that we're behind. What it is is that it's easier to implement it in these other countries that okay. we've been yeah, told yeah. that China, we've been Japan, told Singapore, are third world like countries. We've been told <laughs> yeah. that these countries are like they're behind the curve. They're not as advanced. Like when you talk about China, well, it's communistic. It's this and that. It's this and that. And then they give you the perception, well, they're on the slow bus, but you're on the fast bus. But like he just said, in India, they're already doing this. Now, what is the the picture in the United States that they give us of India? Okay, everybody's slow, cows are sacred, you know. They don't have fancy cars. They don't have this. They don't have that. However, if you go to India, you'll see something (laughs) entirely different. Entirely different. So what they're doing is us in the States, in Northern America, they're spoon feeding us. We're just getting it gradually. And then all of a sudden, they're just going to dump this whole thing on us. There was a study that was done during the pandemic, and it said that by 2030, the service industry, everything that we're talking about right now with AI, they said that by 2030, the service industry will be completely automated. Why are they saying that? Because they've already done it everywhere else in the world. They've done good it. Point. Like the Very good said, point. They've yeah. done it in yep. India. They've done it in China. They've done it Singapore, in Japan. Singapore, they've they they uh, they have uh, done Indonesia. it everywhere. Already everywhere,
6: yeah.
11: they've already done it there. So they're already experiencing what we're waiting to come, what we're waiting for to come <laughs> over here, which is gonna come over here. But see, when they drop it on us, they're going to drop it on us all at one time. It's like all of a sudden you're going to go to Burger King and you're going to go to McDonald's and Kentucky fried chicken. And then you're going to, if you walk in the building, it's just going to be a kiosk. It's just going to be a flat screen, everything. And you just got to punch everything. Now I don't want to take up a lot of time. What I did want to say was in terms of this whole AI thing, when you guys were talking about movies, because that's that's where we actually get everything that's going to be is in movies. When you guys were talking about Hollywood. Star Trek, Hollywood, and there and that has a historic meaning. I won't get into that, but with that, what's going to happen is is that here in the United States of America, what you're going <laughs> to see happen is that have you guys seen movies where they have the holographic stuff
3: oh yeah oh, where where yeah, they have yeah.
11: the it's 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 not a real screen but it's a yeah. real screen that just pops up for you and you yep. just touch it you just touch yep. everything yep guess what they've guess what they've done they've mm. already they have already trained everybody how to use it Oh yeah, that's absolutely. what wow. That's that's what because touch pads, cell phones. No, no. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. Well, wow, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> touch pad, cell phones.
4: Russia's got so ground forces you, you, this
11: you robot. Already, you are. And, and listen to what I'm saying. You already know how to use holographic technology. They just haven't put it on the market yet. But guess that's what right. happened? Sublim- Even
7: it put, subliminally.
11: Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes but guess what happens when they put it on the market? Everybody's going to jump on it because they already know how to use it. True. Yes. Because you do it on your cell phone. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you tap on your cell phone, you scroll, Be you white. you do everything already holographically. You're just True. not doing it with a holographic screen, so to speak. Yet. So Yet. when they bring in the holographic element, you're going to already, everybody's going to already know how to use it. That's ingenious.
3: Well, that technology yeah, it, has been around for
11: 40 years probably. For, okay. nah, it's been around longer than that. Longer probably than
3: longer. That. Than yeah. Minimum, minimum ever, 40 years. Okay, because back in the 80s, I was, I was wanting to get into laser technology, and there's a place oh, called okay. Superstar Laser Imaging Systems. My God, what they could do back then in the 80s.
11: Right. Is, is you remember? Crazy. You remember North Star? The, uh-huh. um, yep. This that North Star yep. was the was the precursor to GPS, right. where you could get right. that North Star on your car. Certain mm-hmm. cars had it. You guys, I know you guys remember that, where you had yeah, North Star, where it was, where it would track where you mm-hmm.
4: were. Yeah, you know what they have nowadays too. Like if, uh, if you was at a Mac, at a McDonald restaurant sitting down at the table eating
0: mm-hmm.
4: five hours ago, your cells leave a luminous footprint,
11: Terminal and they imaging. have
4: sensitivity instruments can come to that table and say, "Yes, gunslinger was here. Here's his DNA, not physical mm-hmm. DNA, but spectrum digital no footprint."
11: Did it's it's yep. digital. My it's all digital. My
3: butt my butt print was in that chair five yep. hours ago.
11: <laughs> it's, exactly. it's all digital. Yep. It's
0: all
3: now digital.
11: you guys, I want you I want to hip you guys with something. See, I'm sixty three. So I transition from the analog and I use this terminology. I'm from the analog age transitioning mm-hmm. into the digital age. We're in a digital age now. And everything oh, yeah. that you just mentioned, like yep. with the uh uh heat sensors, that infrared technology, that's mm-hmm. all that's all digital. That goes back to computers.
3: Digital. Com-
11: computers operate off of binary codes. Zeros and ones. It's True. really True. simple. It it's really simple the way computers act. It's just that we get caught up in the software and the hardware and mm-hmm. they get to talking about, you know, megabytes, gigabytes,
0: mm-hmm.
11: MPS, and all that stuff. And it just kind of throws people off, but the of you know. matter, go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: Oh, I was just gonna say you, you what you mentioned on the bi- it's called the binary number system because I went to electronics right. school for two years. I got a degree right. in electronics for two years. It's a binary number system. One or yeah. zero, all for on. That's the only thing a freaking computer can understand. That's, it. Well, there's all, That's oh, it. well, there's on. That's it. Well, you That's you it. think that you type you think you type letters and and numbers and letters on your keypad? No, you don't. You hit a say a M. Well, that computer trans transmits that thing and, and encodes it into the binary number system. It can't right. understand the letter M. It has hey what the hell is this? It has to encode that M into the binary number system in order for the computer to understand what you're talking about. Oh, now I see what you're talking about. Yeah. The binary <laughs> counterpart. See?
11: Exactly. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's and it's either gonna be in, in this and see here's the elementary part of computers what mm-hmm. the gentleman was just saying is that no matter what you're typing on your keyboard, yeah. it's either going to be a zero or a one. Zero or one. Yep. That's it. And esoterically. Wow. And how one, many bits there are in it? Right. But esoterically, the one represents the male. The zero represents the female. Now, that's a whole nother. Yes, you're not going well, to. You're going to you're
12: going to you're going to go to jail and get canceled now.
11: <laughs> no, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't put that on me now. Don't put that on me. Hey, well you you were the <laughs> well, you were the, like in the, the one that
12: was identifying you were the one that was identifying a uh, computer bits as male or female.
11: <laughs> that's all it you is. You know, not damn. That's
8: all there is. Well, well, I'd like to put something else in there for you folks' consideration. Two things, actually. Number one, you are speaking, and you're speaking quite, I think, accurately, about the uh, uh, push towards AI and all of these holographic technologies and the like. And, of course, we have magical thinking Marxist Democrats like Barbara Lee in California with her magical thinking. Who thinks all of a sudden we can just raise the minimum wage in California to fifty dollars an hour, and this, of course, will not impel the rush toward automation. So you don't have to hire thousands of obsolete meatbag workers. And I mean these, these these people. I mean, look, it's inevitable. But, just but the AI talk won't know the difference. Things like AI this won't know the difference. Point, but wait, but just the talk of like what Barbara Lee is doing in California. Just talking about it. Politicians running for high office impels the rush started even more to get so, that, so that, that these companies can be immune from the crazy imp- political impulses of people like this fool. And look, now people still naively assume that AI is just another tool that will be utilized to create jobs like other labels, labor-saving machinery, you know, like a forklift. Like Now, this may be true in the short term, but in the longer term, the AI is going to be able to use every other tool much more efficiently. They're already integrating AI in robotic bodies that can analyze and manipulate environments just like people do. And I tell you, I guarantee you it's going to reach the point where it will be able to do almost any job a person has, especially repetitive ones, but exponentially better. Now, what do you think the billionaire working class is going to do when they don't have a need anymore for these millions of obsolete meat bag workers, are they going to find something else for them to do? Or are they no. going to say maybe they're a burden on our profit margin and our profit line? What do you think?
2: They're already doing it.
9: Already doing it. They're yeah.
2: already doing it. You that's know fair. what? Do you, I mean that's that's by design. That's the plan. You know. Yeah. Why do you think
8: and no we have Republican cancer Democrats.
2: exploding? Why do you think they want to do mRNA no. into our food without our knowledge? Why do you think that they're putting all of these toxins in these so-called vaccines? Um, <laughs> creating turbo cancers and bioengineering, uh, you know, everything, not just viruses, but funguses and bacteria and stuff like that, stuff that would never exist, would never be naturally occurring in nature. And then, oh, we have a lab leak. You know what I mean? They're systematically killing us for that very freaking reason. It's to bring in this transhuman agenda. And when you have these politicians that are screaming for minimum wage increases to $20 an hour, $25 an hour, they're a part of it. That's exactly why. They want to they want to make companies, give companies the excuse to go AI, to go fully automated. They want this transhumanism future to happen, and it is happening before our eyes, and people are denying that it's happening before our eyes. It's already but, in the works.
8: Well, here's what I think is really significantly different, though, with this particular era. Now, look up. Uh, Technology always creates dynamic employment conditions. After all, what happened to buggy whip manufacturers once upon a time it's a thriving industry. All those people went into automobile manufacturing and uh, allied industries. Here's the difference, though. Uh, just about everything that you could conceive, conceive of being a transitional type of job from one form of technology to another that will be filled by these displaced workers can now be done by AI with no need for any people to transition into it that's what's different today and different in any other time and and that's what gets me that's what i think will cause this enormous disruption this enormous discontent and probably a bottom up craze you know all out revolution from the people who are displaced by this new technology
9: you see well you got uh, you
8: got to i mean you, you,
12: And Sarge is right, but there is going to have to be some type of employment and pay and wages for your dirt bags, okay? Because, you know, just like Henry Ford, when he developed his uh, assembly line for the Model T, you know, he built it so that he could build those uh, automobiles cheaper, but You know, he also paid enough wages so that um, his employees, his his people that were working on the line, could actually afford to buy it. Yeah. And buy the product. So now, now we're looking at, uh, uh, you know, AI coming in being able to do everything. Well, how are you going to pay AI to buy the products that AI is making?
8: There you go, there you go. Please. like Harry uh, Ford was I a this. far-thinking guy i, I mean he, he looked at uh he looked at the at wages and realized that he could do both. He could both content his workers with the highest industrial wages probably in the world at that time, and at the same time make a profit by the increased productivity. It was genius, it was sheer genius, but AI, I think, completely uh unbalances that equation, and I think that's something we've got to look at. Yeah, well, somebody's going to have something. to look
12: at it because, because you know, all the entrepreneurs and manu- big manufacturers out there and stuff are going to uh, cut their labor costs with AI and people out there are not going to be employed. So who is going to be out there buying the products that these uh, manufacturers are making? If, if nobody's buying the project, Sure shit, they're not making any freaking money. So, you know, the, they'll be shooting themselves in the foot. They don't know it right now, but they will soon realize that they are shooting themselves in the foot when there is no uh, being out there to purchase well, the products that, that they're making.
11: I'm, I'm going to give you the counter-argument to that. There's an, There's an old saying, and it says, there's a sucker born every day. So what you guys are talking about, you and Sarge, the transition in the AI, what it's going to do is it's going to be what they call the culling of the herd. It's going to be the decentralization of human beings. So you have this completely unequal distribution of wealth that's going on. In the United States, I can't speak of other countries, but I'm just talking about in the United States, because now we're dealing with billionaires versus everyday working people. The billionaires care nothing about workers, wages, any of that. They're just pushing an agenda forward. And what it's going to do is. It's going to knock off the common person to the point where it can create a level of anarchy within the working class, but the working class will not be able to impact what the billionaires are doing. If you go back to World War II, Sarge, you know about this because you're a historian. If you go back to World War II in Germany, one of the things that hitler was the working class and he gave them a vision of what germany was to be even though it never came to fruition however that's how he garnered the power of what he was doing was to get people to believe in nationality and germany and here's what we're doing Majority of the German people had no idea what was going on behind the scenes in terms of what Hitler was doing. They didn't know. He was just, and then you had Joseph Goebbels, who was the minister of of propaganda. (laughs) And all they were doing was like, ah, Germany, we're the new superpower. And I want to use that term, superpower. We're the coming of the era We're going to be this. We're going to be that. When that got snuffed out, that became a model of what to do and what not to do. Now, when we transfer into AI and we have the Elon Musks, we have uh, the Jeff Bezos, we have all these people who have this unimaginable wealth unimaginable. And then we got majority of the population who will never see anything remotely close to that, who are just trying to live day to day. They're getting phased out. Now they've become defenseless. There's nothing they can do. They can bear arms. They can, they can defend the constitution. They can do all of that. But at the end of the day, What ground are they going to gain? What's going to happen? And I'm not saying this to be doom and gloom. I'm just saying this in terms of reality. So we're going into a whole nother phase economically, politically, geopolitically, uh, health-wise. We're going into a whole nother era. And you can harken back to Star Trek, Fahrenheit 451, all those old <laughs> movies. They talked about it. Well, well let, let me tell you what. Look, well,
8: Hitler predicated the Third Reich on endless expansionism and public work projects. Like, I don't know if you ever knew about Hitler's vision for Germania, which is what he's going to rename uh, Berlin. And right. But yeah. he, he had this yeah. monstrous idea of splendor. That would have put anything wrong, but to look like just a, I don't know, a, a village. He he had this it. monstrous fascist vision of city, of mm-hmm. um, an expansion mm-hmm. in the east. People in the Third Reich will be employed on an endless series of ex- of work projects to carry the glory of the Third Reich for a thousand years into the future. Now the right. difference between that and now is that those people will not be as necessary because AI. And, and robotics will be able to take their place that's what's that's different
11: point. that's my point that's my whole point so you can with the billionaires today they can revisit tire vision minus the people they can they can they can propagate that same rhetoric and spit the same rhetoric to the general public, unbeknownst to the general public, it doesn't even include you. Now, we're going to give you this vision of this, but you really have nothing to do with it because <laughs> we, uh, we have AI now. We have robots. We have transhumanism. We have We have things that look just like you that feel just like you, that touch just like you, that smell just like you. And we're going to get you to a point where you're not going to be able to tell the difference between your relative and the neighbor next door who's not even human. You won't even tell the difference. Well, i tell you,
8: know, you uh, I used to think they would need somebody to – repair all these AI machines, but I think they're envisioning <laughs> AI robots to repair the AI robots. to break They will not even and need human gonna, beings to fix them.
11: Right. They'll be self-repairing. They're going to have robots to fix the robots. That's it. Because
8: all you got to do for most since – as since, uh, you pointed out, I went from analog to digital. When I being a mechanic in the analog age of automobiles, okay. I would all okay. of a sudden pick up the language of the digital – to work on the newer automobiles and all you got to do for many automotive problems is simply be able to follow a logic tree. That's all.
0: Right. You follow a logic
8: tree to point you to the right answer. What is more ideal for a robot than to be able to follow a series of logic commands or inputs?
11: Right. Right. Exactly. And I'm in total agreement with you. Now, here's the rub. For the (laughs) robot, to do something that's analog is one plus one equals two. However, the converse to that is what you're saying. For the per- the average person, you remember when, like, you I'm gonna use your example. You remember when people go work on cars? Man, buy a new oh, car. Oh yeah, of course. Buy oh, of course. a new car. Shade tree car mechanics, set. they were called right buy a new car today and pop the hood you can't touch anything the whole engine panel is covered you got to know how to uncover it and then if you get in there and you do anything your warranty becomes invalid because you didn't go to a certified dealer to get it done so it's like if you buy a brand new car today, it doesn't even matter what the car is. You can't get under the hood and work on it because they got it all sealed off.
8: Well, these cars can, are controlled by, by these cars are controlled by modules, and the modules, uh, in order to repair them and to get them to integrate with the various other uh, devices in the car, the, they, they had, particularly say, the body control module, the engine control module. They have to be programmed by proprietary software that only the dealer has or by a ridiculously, hugely expensive scan tool, I mean, and that will literally costs thousands of dollars that has the capability to integrate it past the immobilizing systems, the anti-theft systems, all the other things that are in the car. I'm telling you, I had this problem just the other day when I had to replace the body control module in my car, and I, I realized I could not program it, the new body control module, and the old one bad. I, had, I realized the only way for me to I had to find a guy who had the stuff, because I didn't want to go to the dealer. He had the stuff so he could actually program. Control. And I got a scan that it cost $3,500. It was not capable of setting up the body control module in that car, even though it could set up body control module because of the rates of change and the way they change the stuff. You're right. I mean, they don't want you to do this, they are making all of this stuff proprietary. So you have to go to them to do it, and it can instantly render it obsolete simply by the ch- simply by a change uh, at the uh, corporate level.
11: Right, and and so it won't we'll even point, work with
8: the newer things that come along.
11: And to my point, as much as you know, they even handicap you. As much as you know about getting under that hood and mechanics and, you know, all that, you know, machinations and all that. As much as you know, they were able to handicap you without even telling you that they (laughs) handicapped you. They just showed you. That's pretty much it.
8: Although one caveat, though, I got to say, though, still, you got to remember, though, (laughs) the four-stroke internal combustion engine in its essence has not changed since 1895. The mechanics are still the same. Chuck, squeeze, bang, me. blow. The pistons that's going up and down, the bearings, right. the oil pressure, all that stuff pretty much the same. That didn't change over well over hundred it's all that stuff but, on top to regulate everything that goes on in the
11: combustion chamber that is what it changed. But, but that's you know, the uh, of AI. And I yield the balance to my time. You guys go ahead. This is a great conversation. There's about, you, you know, you know
12: that there, you know that there are people that uh, have, uh, and, and what they're doing is trying to get laws passed called right of repair, which means that uh, the motor companies and stuff like that will have to sell off you know proprietary information you know so somebody you know uh independent contractor or independent mechanic can work on the cars besides having to go to a authorized dealer
4: that'd be great you know uh there's about there's over 200 programming languages <laughs> Electronics was one of my hobbies. I ho- I hold a amateur extra class license called KT-0J. And mean, I was talking to swords, I used to build all kinds of stuff. I built my daughter a robot that would wake up in the morning. It had infrared and ultrasound so they wouldn't run into stuff. And when it detected that its battery was was getting low, it would back up and jump onto a charging station and recharge itself. So a lot of these things have been around for quite some time. I would suggest that everybody get back into CB radio, and if you really want to step it up, get into your ham frequencies, your FM in particular, that way you have an adversary decide to take out some geostationary satellites, your cell phones ain't gonna work. Still be able to communicate with each other.
12: Well geostationary satellites don't handle cell phones, but I understand what you what you what you're saying.
8: Right. Yeah. Well, I tell you, uh, it's it's minute. I mean, we're looking at all these things going. Remember, we have got a horde of illegal aliens that have come into the country in the last 30 years. It could be 40 to 60 million people. And now, what's going to? And by the way, just so you know, these these aggregated Trump up figures about employment and all the new jobs that are coming. Uh, 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 like almost a majority of them are government jobs at various levels. And the ones that are not, uh, a great. I think the majority of them are going to illegal aliens or illegal aliens are taking jobs in numbers that cancel out the new jobs that are available to legal residents and citizens. So we also have to factor in what's going to happen with these hordes of undeported illegal aliens who can't find employment along with United States citizens and legal residents. Let's consider that, too.
12: Well, Sarge, they, they've they already got their uh, uh, employment taken care of as, as illegal aliens. They've come here for the economic benefit of uh, being here. I mean, they were robbers and crooks and stealers and stuff in their country before they came here. And they came here because their countries ran out of shit to, for them to steal.
8: Yeah, they damn sure did. Well, I tell you, uh, we got problems. We, we, we got we got problems. We have we like I said, there's a future that's barreling down on us that a lot of people don't aren't really considering the ramifications of. And uh, you know, it's going to be here well, sooner rather than later. And uh, and uh, and this monstrous regime that governs this country right now doesn't seem to give a good goddamn.
12: Well, you know, people had if they would have paid attention, they had a wake up call Thursday morning.
8: Oh, you mean with the uh, with the uh, internet failure? The uh, cell phone with the failure.
12: Cellure? With the with the cell phone f- failure? Yeah. That mm-hmm. should have been a wake-up call for everybody, you know, depending so much on these uh, little handheld fuckers,
8: you know. Well, I went well, out and retested my ham radio, my CB radio, and they're still working. So I'll, I'll still be able to communicate with someone
11: on, in some manner. See, the problem The problem with what you guys are talking about, and, and I agree with both of you, Tality. The problem with what we're talking about is that we're the generation that's being phased out. There's a whole wave of humanity that has grown up in the the digital age that is now coming to fruition. And see, what they do in the world is is that everything that's done is done for the next generation, not for the time that you're living. So whatever you're experiencing in the time that you're here, everything is moving forward to the next generation and the next generation. And for the people who are, quote, unquote, awake, They're able to see this. The problem is the ability to ward it off because unless that next generation is nurtured by the previous generation, they're never going to know. So a child being born today, let me give you an example of what I'm saying. A child being born today will only know Laptop, desktop, apps, cell phone, tablets, all of that. So even if they have someone in their family saying, oh, little boy, little girl, I remember when I was young, we didn't have all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. If they're not paying attention to that, it means nothing to them because they're being raised and they only know and that's the generation we have. So all of us who are sitting here talking right now we're part of I'm 63. I know Sarge is kind of close to my age. I ain't going to try to say how old Sarge is. Well, I'm older but than that,
0: man. I'm in my Yeah, years.
11: yeah, you was in the you was in the Vietnam War. I already yeah. know, Sarge. We go way back. But what my my point is is that we're we're being we're we've already been faced out of the program we're just still here, so we're just that voice crying in the dark, like hey, we know what they're doing this that this and that but the 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 ten twelve. 15-year-old, the 20-year-old, the 30-year-old, they've all been raised in the digital age. They're just well, like, Man, kids, y'all just need to get with it.
4: Go ahead. Is, I'm you, sorry. What well, the problem is that these kids aren't being educated, and they're not that, being exposed to things. You know, when I was I coming agree. up, and one of my hobbies was electronics, we had an electronic surplus store that I would go to, and by transistors, TTL transistor transistors, and transistors logic, and resistors, and capacitors. I got I first learned about this stuff taking my grandfather's TV apart. We take the tubes and go up to the drugstore and get them tested. Except it was one tube in that TV, one tube in that TV that had a clip on top of it. And I reached in there, and it was unplugged and everything. Oh. Grab that clip and that capacitor tube knocked me on my ass. Knocked Ow. you off,
8: off the room, didn't it? <laughs> 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 no, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, I know it But no, that's but what here's, you have
11: Here's here's the thing, Pianchi, is that the 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 generation that I'm talking about now, they even if you teach them that that everything that they're dealing with. They don't have to do any of that anymore. They don't well, have to. Well, no, they to. don't now, have to do you it. Can, you can teach them But they learn that.
4: how it works.
11: Right. Yeah, learn, that part how it I get. That part I get. But it's so many of them. See, for every 100, let's just use this as an example. For every 100 that you can teach that to, there's probably about 10,000. Who ain't even doing yeah. that? No. Yeah, private yeah, caller. Yeah, I connected yeah, you. I connected we, you, private caller. You know, yes, we yes,
6: yes, yes, brother Joe. How are you? And hello to Sarge and the new son hey, as well too. So we I, have yeah, yeah I saw you hanging right. up.
1: You, you hung up and called back no, in. No, so no, it's I, three times. I was, <laughs> I was trying
6: to say something that please. Oh, all right. Okay, okay. okay. And and we couldn't talk. I think there was a glitch on your system, so that's why I, I had to hang up and redirect it sometimes. So, my friends, yeah, right at the World Summit, uh, uh, February 2024, that was finished recently, they implemented a lot of uh, things, uh, accepted all the world governments that – you know, by 2026, uh, it, it, when you buy that car, that car is not only hybrid and electric, and it has AI in it. For example, you may go a little bit off the road sometimes, et cetera. If you do more than uh, uh, AI uh, knows, automatically your car would be locked. They
1: already have that. They already have that steering correction in cars. It was in my car, actually, steering correction, you know, and if you go to the side of the road, it corrects itself, so... No, that no,
6: had no, that. It will stop your car even higher than that by 2026. Means the AI control everything aspect of your driving and you know because everything is connected to the internet and uh, so they can really if somebody say going a little bit zigzag or something boom boom the car will go to the uh, nearest, the right side of the freeway and stops. And nobody can, you cannot, you owner of the car cannot start your car. So basically you... Yeah, yeah, have they, have yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Just shut it off on, on, you.
8: on yeah. you, yes. Yes, shut it up, on yeah. you because...
6: Yeah, okay,
0: is, okay.
8: It's is, is very it incapacitated. Dangerous. It thinks you incapacitated.
11: Well, That's it's right. restable. It disables itself.
8: Yeah, You don't right. even and have to so. be
11: incapacitated; it'll just automatically. No, I mean the AI
8: fix the AI thinks that your erratic driving means you're incapacitated in some way, either by illness because you're.
1: going to
11: shut it off on you. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, AI doesn't.
11: AI doesn't think that if you're doing something repeatedly. It'll just it's, it's, it's automatically disable the vehicle. Right, right. It has it nothing to it. do with so whether you're words, or driving or anything.
4: Well, do
8: well, some repeat, like don't masturbate, your car's going to shut off, right? That's what you're all saying. Well, yeah. You
11: know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, It'll automatically shut uh, itself off.
8: It will. Okay. here's the fun part about it, and I love it. I, I love all this new technology, especially cars. Yeah. You know why? People are fucking stupid. And it's great. I make a lot of money from from them being stupid. People Uh, walk you by a car, they ain't got a fucking clue what it does. On and off in the dome light. They don't know nothing else about that fucking car, trust me. And like these these here's another little fun scan to play. Hang look up with them fucking auto service insurance you can buy now. You know, where you pay a certain fee, your transmission blows, your engine, they'll fix it. But there's gotta be a reason. Why did it fuck up? And if they don't follow the criteria of what the rules of the game is, you ain't getting shit. Even though you ain't paid for all of it. You know what I mean? Any way to screw you out of money. That's the automotive business. I've been in that for all my life. And it's just, I'm telling you, man, it is a it's a robbery system. It's simply robbery.
11: And, now and- this is great what he just said. This is great. Because he's profiting and he said it himself. Oh yeah. He's Absolutely. profiting off of mm-hmm. the stupidity of yes people sir love for it For not for not recognizing I, What's right. in front I, of them
12: i love the sleepers i love the sleepers they're my favorite one see? see now sarge.
11: sarge what you got to say yes. about that see he making money off of this everything we talk about he just admitted he makes money off of it and he loves it
4: absolutely
8: what's wrong well, with
4: that
11: What's wrong uh, with that? I would, submit,
8: I would submit that the older analog technology probably allowed more errors, so you could probably make more money off the fact that people were getting into the kind of actions that are prevented by some of these uh, cars, like avoidance, uh, right. automatic braking, right. um, yeah. you know, uh, the all more... around cameras and the like. Right. Hey, Sarge, so, you know, you said something earlier about your body uh, sensor. Okay, and you had to have a computer program. It's great, ain't it? Don't you love that kind of shit? It ain't plug and play no more, bro. They simply got it fucking rigged. You know, you got to take that to a data or somebody's got shit yeah, to, to fix it. So you got to, you know, computers to do it. Now, I mean, I have it. I have it all. I can do anything. It doesn't matter what it is, okay? But I have to update this motherfucker every 30 days. This computer system that tests these cars and shit, they got to get updates every 30 days. And, you know, I got a lifetime guarantee with, with the service I'm going through. I mean, I have to pay for it, but most mechanics do have to pay for that service. You know, but it's, yeah, man, it's, it's wild. But it's, it's, now, it's sad. I mean, because like yes, I said, the point the other,
11: is. Yes, I'm glad you're saying what you're saying because you're talking, you see, you're the other side of the coin. You are actually benefiting and profiting off of the whole AI technology. So absolutely, why not? With, why no, not? I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm.
8: I'm, I'm, actually, I'm feeding the monster, though. In reality, I'm actually feeding the fucker. You know, right, I'm feeding right. the monster.
11: But, you know, so. But what I'm what I'm saying is, in the spirit of the conversation that we're having, I want everybody to see how this works both ways. There you go. We're talking about the analog transferring into the digital. Now we have somebody here who is part of the analog who has transitioned into the digital and then they found a profit margin in the digital and they see how it works and they're benefiting from it. So Mm -hmm. this is the real rub. It's like there's people who are benefiting from this versus people who are suffering from it. And it's like, damn, what side of the fence do we want to be on? And this, Well, the is, ones,
8: but you got to come back to this, man. Yeah, look, here's the simple fact in, 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 the, in the evolution of life. People okay. have became completely fucking lazy. In the 70s, when I was a young man and became a musician, I learned something about that. And what, what it is is people have gotten extremely lazy. They no longer have to think to themselves anymore. And it's, got, it's gone to extreme now, and it's excellent. Now, every person is completely ignorant and stupid. They don't know. They think they do. They know it all, because so they got the internet and tells them everything. They pray to the Google God. But in reality, what's going on, they don't. If you gave them the actual item in front of them, they're fucking lost. That's fast. They don't. They, they can recognize it, but they don't know what to do with it. Looking at pictures of it and actually touching it is a world of difference. But what I'm saying is that people have become extremely lazy. And they have done that, and they've gotten dumber as it goes along. And the more lazy they get, the dumber they get. You know, it, I'm, a lot of people, what do you mean? I, well, first off, it started out with television. They said that. They have said that they're going to make zombies. The television will make zombies out of all this. Well, it has done it. It has done it very well. Now we've got computers and cell phones. I mean, you know, more people die from fucking texting than drunken and driving. You know what I mean? Seriously. It, it, because the person that's operating the phone is too stupid to know they're doing something wrong. They can't tell right from wrong anymore. It's just their way. Whatever they want, like a spoiled brat. You see how we got, like, videos on women being Karens now and all this kind of tantrum shit? There you go. That's what it is. A spoiled child can't get its way until those a fit. And that's why I we mean, have such a bad deal. I,
11: I, I agree with everything that you're saying, and I'm glad that you said what you said so that people can see the, the the dichotomy of it all. They can see the differences between the old school and the new school and somebody who's from the old school who transitioned into the new school and found a lane. And it's like, okay, here's where I can benefit because the gentleman that just—he's a perfect example of how we need to move forward. That's how we need I to think, move forward. I think that called man—that man—that call was just Bible. talking right here. Well, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, though, I'm giving you your flowers because when I we're talking about when we're when we're talking about all right, well, how do we change things? You just gave us the answer. You just gave us the answer. That's how you do it, the way that you're doing it. That's how it's going to work. But it's got to be done piece by piece by piece, person by person by person, which is what I meant by piece by piece by piece. People have to understand what you already know. That's you know, what people something have I, to understand.
8: I know the answer, too. I know the ultimate answer. To fix it all. Crazy, huh? The ultimate answer? You really want me to tell you what it's going to be? Yeah. The ultimate, the ultimate answer, you've got to fight the beast. And the only way to fight the beast is to do the same thing the beast is doing. The Uh-oh. beast is like a big, a big suction. It, it's constantly sucking. It wants more. It wants more. But what you do is you cut it off. And what I mean by doing that way the American people can do it and fuck this government up really badly stop spending money. If ever in this country one day didn't spend a fucking nickel, nobody,
1: they would fuck them up. Hey, but, everybody, we got about five minutes left until they cut off the show yeah. and we're going to be going into overtime the, the, the extra yeah. hours. So we got five ten minutes ten left, ten ten left. So ten hang, ten on, ten on, ten. hang on, hang on. it. Hang on, hang on. Time out. Uh, 657 383 six, six. Press one. And uh, if you want to get on, okay, so if you hang up, you won't get back in. All right, go ahead. All right. I mean, so. you want me to go?
6: Yeah. Do you want me to go? Sure. Ahead? Yeah. Sure. The latest news is Donald Trump got almost 414,000 votes in North Carolina. Nikki Haley got 218,000 uh, votes, but Nikki Haley right now uh, saying is not, she is not backing down, and she is going all the way. So this is the latest news information for your listeners. Go ahead,
8: please. Why, can I ask a question, everybody? Somebody give me answers. Why does Nikki Haley look like a used-up crack whore? Why is that? Is it just me?
2: <laughs> no, it's not just you. <laughs> that woman is downright scary.
8: Uh,
2: I mean, she's got more makeup on it. She, she's got more
8: makeup on it. Than Tammy fucking Baker.
11: Uh, shoot my man, my man. Water. He did not. He did not say Tammy Baker. Ooh wee. <laughs> Now you're dating yourself. <laughs> and I'm only saying that because I'm a little bit older than you. You said, did you say Tammy say
8: Baker? Yeah, I did. And you know what? I'll tell you right now. If we oh, dug her up, God. if we dug okay. her up, she would be completely preserved. She would oh, not have
11: rotted one bit. Ain't hey, no
8: bugs going to be able to
11: eat through that shit. You see what I'm saying? Ain't going to have How many... Uh, How many people on this phone know who Tammy Faye Baker is? Well,
8: wait a minute. Now. If, if he's dated by mentioning Tammy Faye Baker, damn, I bet better not say nothing about Julius Caesar.
11: Oh, you
8: don't know.
11: <laughs> Jack LaLanne.
8: No, you don't know Julius Caesar. Oh, yeah, Caesar. Jack LaLanne. Fuck on. yeah, he was a man. He died early. Yeah. He died young. Pull yeah. <laughs> oh, his mouth fucking drop in damn Imagine that. Who are you <laughs> talking about? Who did you say?
12: Jack LaLanne. Jack LaLanne. Man, yeah, I used oh, to watch.
11: Yeah. I was I used to go to my grandmother's house when I was a kid, and we would watch Jack Lane at six o'clock in the morning before uh, I jump. Yeah, and that jump seat. Seat. and that jump seat seat exercise, seat. wasn't it cool? Yeah, yeah, he's
8: great, man. He's, he's oh cool.
11: my he's god, a Dynamo!
8: That man was god. a Dynamo. We's,
11: now we sound like dinosaurs. Let's stop that. Stop it. Stop don't, it. Don't don't get Captain Kangaroo after that. You, you, know, know, that? What? you
7: mm-hmm. know what? You know what?
12: I ain't gonna stop it because I earned every fucking wrinkle. Thank
8: you. <laughs> That's right. You paid your dues, goddamn it, and you deserve to have them extolled. Who is As, who was as, was as the being the guy as guy being guy. the oldest
12: cool. as being the oldest person here, I think I earned okay. my my stripes as a dinosaur.
11: Well, okay, that's cool. That's cool because you know we gonna give you your flowers. So you, you and look, you and they gotta, remember, they gotta remember, you gotta remember
8: one thing though. On. Now, if we let these clowns forget the past <laughs> and act like it never existed, then what they'll tell us is this crazy, insane bullshit. Now has always been the norm, and we cannot well, allow that to happen.
11: No, we, we ain't never allow gonna allow that to happen. So we, we ain't never must allow it to continually
8: make references oh, to the past. When at least people made an attempt to put logic as predominant. They at least believe right. you should attempt to make logic and reason your, uh, your, your, your premier reason for uh, uh, figuring out solutions to the problem.
7: Right. That's not true I anymore.
8: Agree. That's not I true agree. anymore. It's I magical agree. thinking has taken its place. Magical thinking. $50 uh, an hour minimum wage will cure all the problems in the United States. This is magical thinking, and leftists, cultural Marxists, and progressives are enamored of it.
11: Okay, we're not getting into that. Here's what I wanted to ask well, you. Well, you know it's true. Who, who was the guy after Jack Lane that was really popular on television, and he had the bushy afro? Al um,
8: Ross. Bob Ross. Oh, you talking about the, uh, the, the little fruity guy, the fruity guy? Bob Ross. Yeah. So he yeah, was, yeah. He was yeah, straight. No. He was straight. Bob Ross. Man, what are you talking about no. who? No. The painter Bob Ross. No. no he's you, not no. Richard,
12: right Richard. Hang on. It. It was. It was Richard.
8: Richard Simmons. Simmons. Simmons yeah. Simmons. Yeah. That's, that's nice him. Yeah. He was just interviewed recently. He's still a whack on but, uh, yeah. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's oh, he still yeah. alive.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
8: Yes, he is. Yep. He's alive. He's a fruit.
12: And he, I don't, I don't know, but I heard that he was going to do, he did the transition shit. What is yeah, that? I, I always
8: knew, I always knew it was fruity and juicy fruit.
11: Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Transition, what What did he do? Transition he's from... He's a chick,
8: man. He's a
4: chick. He got a chick slit. Yeah, he got
8: a oh. chick slit. Yeah, oh. he had it inside a, out now. With oh. auto injectors for lubrication.
12: He had uh, a lot AI. of dick
8: off of him. Yeah.
11: He had yeah. a lot yeah. of dick off of him. Lap, lap had, dick to me. He had it got it stuffed in. Now, here's something. I would, <laughs> this is my segue. Here's, here's my segue into this because of all the stuff that we've been talking about with AI and all this stuff and the whole gender bending, I want to hear from you guys. What impact do you think that Bruce Jenner had in this whole agenda?
8: Oh, that's that. that that's interesting. Because Bruce Jenner, even though I believe he is mentally ill, on the spectrum of mental illness as a transgender, he is on the extreme minimal end of the mental illness spectrum. He, he's often frequently rational in his response to public issues. So even though I think all trans, transgenders are mentally ill to some degree, he represents one of those transgenders who's not an out-and-out lunatic. And I think what his impact on the public conversation is that he understands There are certain things about his predilection that are problematic to reason and to culture. So that's what I think he's in on. Now,
11: let me ask you guys this. Let me ask you guys this. There's one thing. There's one.
12: There's one. There's one thing. There's one thing about Jenner that uh, I can live with. Okay. Bruce Jenner is not. Pushing himself or the agenda onto anybody.
8: That's right. Yeah, yeah. The absolute yeah, yeah. truth. That is no issue. Right. And i he, he talking about it, from it from his point very of view? much
2: against no. The that this uh, the the surgeries for kids and stuff like that. And yeah. very vocal about being against and definitely that. Definitely
8: in sports. And definitely in sports, he's definitely against that. He understands the advantage, even as an older man. As a former athlete, a premier world athlete, even an older man like him would have over most women in sports. So you know, I mean, I'm saying that you know, look, I think he's mentally ill. I think all transgenders have a degree of mental illness. But his, like I said, he's not forcing it on anyone. And unless he just have to think, just presenting yourself as a transgender is promoting it or pushing it off on someone. I'll okay, get one argument, but to the extent that. Uh, that's not factored in. I think he's the kind of transgender it's possible to live with.
11: Now, let me ask you guys this. The trans, now, because I didn't know if Bruce Jenner was, because I get confused with all this shit because they keep coming up with different names. So pronouns. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I know what transsexual is, that's when you get a sex change. Transgender, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm, I'm trying to educate myself on this. Trans- transgender is when you're actually male or female, but you're pretending to be male or female. Your right. gender fluid—that's yes. that's that's another term for Gender that's fluidity. It's ours.
6: It's ours. Can I talk to my what friends? That gender you know, fluidity. What the hell is that gender? There are fifty names. I mean, doctors graduated from university uh, of New York for example. They have to learn these fifty different gender yeah, pronouns in order to huh. be passed the test. Otherwise they would not. I mean, this is the most craziest things that we have seen in the planet today. I mean or somebody say, oh, call me son, uh, son, uh, X, Y, Z. Or somebody say, call me miss. Uh, or somebody call me uh, whatever. I mean, there's so many names. That I, I personally read it, but I can't remember all of it. It's, it's, it's too complicated, and it's too bad. And it's really, indeed, is bullshit. Go ahead. Mr.
11: Okay, three. so let me ask you guys this. Let me ask you guys this. In the whole discussion of AI which we were talking about going from analog to digital, how prominent is the role that this whole plus the whole dev alphabet transgender, transsexual, how prominent of a role does that play in conjunction with the whole transhumanism thing, meaning digital, analog to digital, now we don't identify with male or female. Is that related? In any way? Well, you know,
8: it may actually fit if you think about it. And I'll tell you why it fits. Because AI is a a simulacrum. That's what it is. And now with AI, we can make a simulacrum of the sexes. I mean, you can assign a robot with certain characteristics that are considered to be feminine or masculine. And it really really actually fits in when you think about it. Because what, what do you think being a transsexual is? You, you become a, a simulacrum of a woman. You're not a woman. You're like, a, you're like some sort of grotesque approximation. Approximation that can never be a woman because the chromosomes cannot change. Well, with AI, you can literally mechanize and make a simulation of a woman
4: mechanically,
8: digitally, oh. digitally,
4: digitally oh. mechanically. Some of them are born like her Martha dice. But uh, although there is a uh, – analog is never going to be put on the shelf. You still have to have analog because analog can handle currents and voltages that yeah. digital components cannot handle.
8: Right, right. It's true. Because you, you got to put like a potentiometer, you got to be able to vary it infinitely.
11: You yeah. Yeah. can't do that. Whole My whole point in saying that is not to separate the two, it's fusing the two together because you go from one age into another age. You don't separate the two. It's just a transition from one to the next. So when I talk about the whole um, sexual, and it's not even really sexual in that sense, I'm just talking about how people identify themselves. Uh, from a gender standpoint, it's it's okay. either analog or digital because you're either well, male or female. Think about you're it. Female, I'm about it. Think you're think about binary
0: it. I, I, or non-binary. I'm going
12: to
8: prison. I'm going to prison. You, so I'll let y'all know. Well, let's well, think what? about it. You could take a bunch of traits. You look. You yeah. can take a bunch of traits that you consider classically feminine or masculine. You can digitize them. You can assign them into a program. You, you can take whatever it is, whether a man or a woman, you can assign them to the a program. Then you design a machine that can assimilate this data and become a sort of a, like I said, a simulacrum of a woman yeah. or a man. So it all fits. I mean, if you, think, if, you look, if you think you can turn a man into a woman, why can't you turn a machine into a man or a woman? All you got to do is give it the appropriate data. Of course, you can never do that because human nature is so unique and so individual, just like a fingerprint. It is impossible to do. But you can make it look like a simulation of it, and they could do that all day long. It's just now, programmed there's, data. A there
11: was, there was, there's a woman on the line. I want to hear what her thoughts are about this.
4: Well, I want well, you to do it with a man, too. Laurie? You don't want to hear what she gotta say.
11: Yeah, I do. You can do
4: it
8: with
11: a man too.
4: Man oh, it doesn't matter. It's all data, but it's all programming.
8: But it's your old folks. 'cause I'm going to prison. So That's that. I'm blaming everyone <laughs> you on the show. Now you keep I mean,
11: saying I'm, that. Why you keep saying yeah. that, bro? Why you well, I just that? wrote a
8: I, I just wrote a parody. You guys were talking about, you know, the sex switching and, you know, dicks getting cut off and all that stuff. So I wrote <laughs> a parody song. It was a Simon Garfunkel song. And, uh, you know, so this song's going to send me to prison. So I'm going to record it. There's no doubt about it. I'm going to be in the studio tomorrow recording this record. And I'm going to burn it on a glass disc. It's about seven hundred dollars glass disc. And I'm going to I'm gonna send it to my promoter and see what they can do with this. They're going to they're shit a brick, but I'm going to publish it. And it's, you know, it's a sad song. It is. It's not, it's not funny. I mean, really, it's not a funny song, which most parodies are. <laughs> Uh, uh, you, you remember that song, uh, Darkness, by
12: Simon Garfunkel? Remember? Yeah, hello, sure, old penis, sure. My yeah, old friend. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sound so of silence. Yeah, sound of silence, sound of right. Violence. Right. So I kind of changed a little bit. It says, here, it says, hello, penis, my old friend. We will never <laughs> be together again. <laughs> oh, I'm my God. I'm fucked in the head. Nobody knows that. what I said. Yeah, why not? Fuck, I love it. I think it's great. God. No wonder I've been doing this podcast forever. My God! Oh God! So oh, anyway, man. I'm gonna plug my show. Bill, hey, do you care? Hey. I'm going to be on it. Uh, 20, so, 20 minutes. I'll be on the air. Just let you know. Five hundred five. You're unmuted. Five hundred five is unmuted. unmuted. Hey, <laughs> I, 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 let,
12: let me let, let me let me jump in here, unrelated to the to the subject, sir. Who are you?
7: This is Robert from C and M. No, 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 yeah,
12: no. Well, what are you doing? Uh,
7: Friday. I'm Ron, I'm Ron Reck from Crazy Nation Radio. No. The station that never
8: dies. The other dude? No, the, gen, the, gen, the, the, gentleman, the, the
12: gentleman, <laughs> the 63-year-old gentleman that's kind of uh, leading this conversation right now. Oh, that's, his name
0: the, is Sarge. that's
6: me. Well, that can't be me. Yeah, yeah, he too. loves you too. But he, his name is Sarge, and he's somewhere... Uh, no,
11: he it ain't Sarge. Sarge. No, it ain't Sarge. No, they know though. me. They know me. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's talking about me. He's talking about. Yes. Me. yes.
0: Correct.
6: Oh, okay, okay.
11: Who is you is?
0: And it and it, uh, and it,
12: my, and it it it's he, not derogatory or anything. I am just curious as to who who this is and because I I cannot remember hearing you uh anywhere anytime. But I yeah, I like what you're reading. Reading. I like, I like how
8: you I like Huh? Yeah, just no, give us a know. pronoun. That's all we need is a pronoun.
12: <laughs> oh God, sorry, man. I'm, I'm. Well, look, I've known
4: him. I've known him for known my, him from my, ten years back, and my, I think my... he's a robot. Then I think he's a robot today still. <laughs> <laughs> kind <of has>
11: <laughs> Piaki, I can't do stop that, doing. Dave. <laughs> Piaki, stop doing that shit. Okay, my name my name is Shadow Warrior, and my real name is Patrick. That's my real name. Hey. Well, hey, good to meet you, Patrick. Patrick, Patrick hey, Patrick. Um, good to meet you, Patrick. I invite
2: you to tune in to my show on Sunday nights as well, Lucid Libertarian with Lorianne. You'd be welcome because um, been, we've been having a great conversation with you tonight, and I am not familiar with you. So uh, good to meet you.
11: Oh, you as Patrick. well, and I would be glad to be Oh, you. oh Pat yeah. I,
4: I've, me and the gentleman yes. go back a
8: ways. He's a great, great conversationalist.
4: Trust me. Yeah, he's been on here before Patrick, over the years. Patrick. I, I recognize Patrick. Blake. Yeah. Patrick. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, I'm the guy, I'm
12: the, the Hey fuckers. I'm the guy who originally asked the question of who Patrick was. Well, okay. yeah, now but, I want all but, I want yeah, now what I wanna say what I wanna say is Patrick, my name's Boyd and I'm glad to meet you. I've I've really okay, enjoyed the conversation. Thank
8: you. Jesus. Christ. right. All right. Yeah, right.
5: Five, ten, five ten
8: minutes. So, same here. And I'm, I'm ten minutes.
0: I feel the love. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Yeah. But Patrick, Michael's don't ever come on my show. You won't like and it, cool. and that's that. So just don't don't look at Crazy Nation Radio. Stay the fuck away from that show. The people are fucking ate up. Really. <laughs>
11: So I, I think
8: uh, uh,
11: here, the is so. Uh, the tone firmly. Libertarian. Can I give you my? Because um, I don't. Everything's on YouTube now, so I just kind of pop on Blog Talk every now and then. Libertarian, are you on YouTube at all? Do you broadcast on there or no?
2: Um. Indirectly. I have my show is set up on Spreaker, um, the RSS feed, and then Spreaker generates uh, YouTube for me. So once my show is over,
11: so you can't find
2: it, you know. But it's just the audio. I'm not, you know, doing a video feed, uh, but it does generate it for me. Yeah. And
11: when is when is your show on?
2: Uh, Sunday night, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And so, unless there's problems with Blog Talk, I'm always on on my Sunday nights. As <laughs> you, no, you, right. you can tell, you intelligent callers are a-
1: rare, so that's why we we
11: like <laughs> you. <Yeah>.
10: Okay, I <laughs> got, got it. Nine
11: p.m. nine p.m. Eastern on Sundays, right? Correct. Yes, correct.
2: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good day uh, But me. to tune in live, obviously, um, you'll you're going to want to come here on Blog Talk. Uh, if you want to participate live and all that. Yeah. So uh, okay. Lucid Libertarian, okay. Lorianne, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday nights.
11: I appreciate and that. And you're more Laurie.
2: than welcome to join us all. Usually this whole crew that's already on here uh, joins me um, as well. We tend to follow each other. So um, welcome aboard. To uh... Nobody ever comes well, to my show. Ever.
11: Well, well I go so, back. Lorianne, uh,
6: how come you don't invite me?
1: She well, didn't invite like you Last night She didn't invite like
2: you Last night <laughs> yep. I Yes I did you And you so. called into my show last week And we had a great conversation So. Yes
11: yes See what the digital age <laughs> does See what the yeah. digital age does It erases your memory He yep. didn't even Remember being it's On the brain. show Calling you and talking, talking to you Well, that remember. could be all the drugs.
12: Well, I can I can tell you this I can te- I could uh, I could tell I could tell I could tell you this. The digital age has not uh uh affected my memory. Old age has.
7: Digital, Man, fuck shit.
1: that shit. Old-
7: Stupidity. Well, this
8: bowl of weed weed I'm smoking before I do my show tonight is fucking my brain up, so I will be pre fucked up before I start the show. Well, what can I say? It's a freedom. They gave me, they gave me permission. The master gave me permission to fucking smoke a little weed now, motherfucker. you can't can't
11: escape what is being sent through. And I don't even want to get into all this esoteric stuff. You live in a capsule that is, is EMP electromagnetic pulse everything about yeah.
8: of everything, everything you bounces do they know.
11: Everything of they, know. Of that. they know you can't you know well, it doesn't affect me no in your cognitive mind it doesn't affect you in Correct. your subconscious mind trust me it's there because in your subconscious mind there is no filter in your cognitive mind you can discern what's good, bad ugly, like don't like in your unconscious mind and this is the beauty of the entertainment industry is that they can penetrate the subconscious not the conscious so, even if you like or don't like something and you watch it, the subconsciously, the images are already there. And you can't and erase I, those.
8: And I love yeah. it. I love it. And they don't erase. know it. They don't even know it. That's the exactly. bonus. They don't exactly. know it. Exactly. Well, can
6: I Don show? Can I say exactly. something before we go off the air? Uh, you know, debt to Islamic Republic of Iran, death to Ayatollahs, and debt to IRGC, we hope after the Five of Israel hit Iran as soon as possible. Go ahead, please.
0: No.
11: Now, okay. see, what he just mentioned, that's a whole nother topic because
0: yeah. <laughs> I could speak
11: on that. And I really don't I, want to speak to that. Be with guys. that myth, I would you No, no, that Middle Eastern thing that you guys got going on. And I'm when I say you guys, I don't mean that disrespectfully. What I'm saying is that whole Middle Eastern thing, where you have these theocracies that are fighting with each other. Historically, hey, we're talking about governments and how they're run. Go read uh The Prince by Niccolò Machiavelli. Go read that. It's only it ain't even a hundred pages. When he talks about theocracies, you understand how that works. And then you understand why what's going on between uh Islam, Christianity, the Moors going back to what about the two babylons gone.
1: by andrew hislop yeah the, the two that's babylons the by andrew hislop yep.
8: it's
11: yeah. the same thing it's the same thing you understand why that thing is going on because that religious turmoil that's a fight that can never be won nobody <laughs> that's right. ever Patrick, won that Patrick, one that's
6: just my in Iran, yes. we don't want Islam anymore. Islam ruins life of the uh, 90 million Iranians. Right. And we are sick and tired of Islam. We are sick and tired of uh, Ayatollahs. We are sick and tired of the Gestapo, uh, fascist police of uh, uh, Ayatollahs. And, and uh, people in Iran don't read anymore Qur'an. <laughs> and, and okay. All of, what book.
11: are they practicing now? What are they practicing uh, the, now?
6: Right now, it's only 10 percent, maybe Muslim, 90 percent by name, maybe. But as soon as the freedom comes to Iran, people of Iran will change to Christian nation because they have no out- second type of Islam. Islam. Okay. What well, is- let me ask you for, this. For What's the fruit of Islam? Fruit of Islam is war, major wars. And, and now they have 50 miles of the massive, uh, uh, you know, missiles inside their arsenal. They want to uh, 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 annihilate, you know, uh, Israel, uh, NATO, and many other uh, places that Americans are there. We are sick and tired of it. We don't want that.
11: Right. But we, we but Iranians, my brother, are sick. But my that's been going on for over. That's been going on for over two thousand years.
6: No, 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 yeah. no! Don't
11: tell me that. Uh, from, we had
6: what? two thousand five hundred years of kingship. <laughs> we have the Cyrus the Great. Cyrus the Great captured the. You know. Uh, no, 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 Mike. Iraq. He's talking
1: about the Middle East. He's talking about the Middle East. He's been going on for two thousand years. These wars in the Middle East. You know. Yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. But not
6: with Iran. I'm talking about the Iran situation. Uh, Yes. No.
11: You can't talk about Iran and exclude Iraq and exclude Yemen and exclude all these Muslim countries that partake of that same doctrine. You can't just isolate. Iran, because if you want to talk about Iran, then we need to talk about the Shah of Iran, who was propped up by the United States and then deposed and then put back in office by the United States. If we want to go back in history, come on, come on, work with me. Yeah, 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 okay. CIA, yeah. come no, on. No,
6: no that okay 2500 of kingship we had in and we had no problem we had we had a good time we have and it's always been that way
11: what you're talking about what you're talking about is biblical we can read the bible and we've been going through this thing in the middle east since the hebrews were slaves in egypt and then they were extricated from Egypt. They were freed, as we're told. We don't know. Yeah. But as the, the history books tell us, the the slaves, but wait a minute, but wait a minute. A
6: I'm,
11: not, I'm not trying to tell you about your history. I'm just trying to tell you what the history books are telling us and the Bible's telling us. And then we can recite this in the Quran. As well, under uh, Muhammad, who was the prophet, who is similar to Jesus Christ. So you have the Exodus, which brought all the nomadic people out of Egypt into the Middle East, where we got modern-day Jerusalem, Palestine, all that. Y'all been fighting over that. Ever since. This has been going on for over two thousand years. And when I say y'all been fighting over it, I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying from a global okay. perspective. This fight okay, has yeah. been I going understand on. that. Yeah, I understand. And there's no Iran, end to it. So I it's like what?
6: on the Iran issues. I mean the list, but most in it, because I know the fact what Ayatollahs are doing is wrong. And Ayatollahs is the end of the Ayatollahs coming. And and because they have so much missile, they say Imam Mahdi is coming. Imam Mahdi will come and, uh, and he, you know, will come with uh, riding on the uh, uh, white horse. And uh, all the nations will be sent to him and keep their guns down. What kind of BS is that? You know? I mean, because I I realize I'm
11: controlling. Have you ever read the the book, Behold the Pale Horse? I don't know whoever is on here who has ever heard of that book.
6: Behold the
11: Pale Horse. Then you know what I'm talking Uh, about.
6: uh, Honestly, I haven't read yet. Sorry. I haven't read it, I tell the
11: truth. Okay. That? So with that being said, when you're dealing with theocratic nations right. the Middle East. The Middle East is based on theocracy. Whether you're talking about Saudi Arabia, where you're talking Iran. about Iran, or you're talking about Iraq, Iraq
0: That's you're right.
11: talking about theocracies. So their their governments are based on theology. If you're not in agreement, that's like here in the United States. If we went to a a theocratic nation, man, you're going to have Christians fighting Christians because you're going to have Episcopalians fighting Baptists. You're going to have Baptists fighting Protestants. You're going to have Protestants fighting uh, AME, Catholic. African Methodist Episcopalians. Then you're going to have Catholics fighting the Baptists, the AME. It, and it's, it, it's a never-ending cycle.
0: Right.
11: Yeah. And these are people. And what I gave you an example of just now, like these are Island. people in the same country. So you got people in the United States who are Protestant, who are Catholic, who are Methodist, who are Seventh-day Adventists, who are African Methodists, Episcopalians, who are Baptists, and we would kill each other. If we fighting over religion, we done. Ain't nothing happening, and that's what the Middle East has been doing for centuries. They're fighting over religious turf. You can't win that battle. I'm sorry, you can't win. But
6: okay, you say that, but. But you cannot uh, include Iran because until the 1979, we had the best year. I mean, ask Americans. I want to ask many of you guys. Probably you were in Iran before the fall of the shock. and and my gosh, you guys getting massive uh, 40 bucks an hour or 50 bucks an hour at that time when the minimum wage was two dollar in the United States of America, and 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 not only that. You were you see, getting the top. I mean, you were top uh, pay, top uh, apartments. You guys had everything. You had a chauffeur coming and get you to the work and come back. You know, so you. I mean, you guys were uh, the best life probably you had at that time. So, uh, if you don't include Iran because Iran is two thousand five hundred years of kinship, no problem, and. Only at, at starting 1979, when uh, you know uh, a French uh, prime minister and British imperialism and other countries, they came together. They said, "Well, we give a free ride with Air France to from Ayatollah from Paris to Tehran," and and that's where uh, it happened. And uh, when he came, he was a black, really black owl, we called him, black owl. And a journalist at that time, sitting with him, say, Ayatollah Khomeini, how are you? This is the first time you come to your country back again after uh, so many years. Your feeling? He says, I don't have a feeling. But then? Iran.
1: I mean, all, all right, Mike. All right, Mike. All right, Mike. We're going a little way off here about Iran. All right, <laughs> going a little way off. We'll never get to. We'll never solve anything. We're not going to solve a conversation like this. <laughs> you know. I mean, Iran. I know you feel passionately about Iran, but you know, <laughs> the Ayatollah Khomeini, you know, in 1979, already ain't, already ain't got nothing to do with today.
6: We all have to know the truth that what happened, that it can't. And uh, when they asked him, he said, no feeling, and then uh, he took over. Come on. I mean, somebody.
11: I just want to say this, host, because he's talking about Ayatollah Khomeini. Does he even know that the Shah of Iran, a Shah of Iran, who was put in position after World War II, deposed, and then put back into position in the late 60s by, I don't know if it was the LBJ administration, and Sarge would probably know this, Um, the Shah of Iran was an atrocity he was a, he was holding public charge right. would know and I this. know we don't Sarge, yeah. and I know we don't want to go down this rabbit hole because that's where we're going with this and I don't really like to get in that whole Middle Eastern thing because yeah. I've done my homework on it I know how it works and that's why I told him when you're dealing with governments that are theocracies it's always going to be a disaster. Always. Yeah, Niccolo Machiavelli yeah, in the prince told you that. You can't, when you're dealing with theocracies, basically, in order to change it, you just have to kill everybody off. Now, it sounds brutal. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds really inhumane. That's what God did in but, the Bible. <laughs> but he, But it right? makes sense. It makes sense. You have to kill off the whole bloodline in order to get the theocracy to work. It's not going to be some sort of democratic thing where, you know, you got a Senate, you got a Congress. We sit and talk. We bullshit each other. We have dinner together. We make deals. It don't work that way because one side is dying for Allah. The other side is, damn it. It's all about Jesus Christ, and never the twain shall meet. So I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that.
6: Let me tell you, Patrick, one thing. Yes.
11: Can we not say we
6: did? And then, yes, the Shah uh, went, uh, came to the United States, I think. Uh, and then, all right, so, Mike. Is, all
1: right,
3: yeah.
1: He, all right, Mike. Yeah, what's the Steve? Yeah. All right. He came to the United States. That's good. We'll we'll cover that subject another night. You know, I want to go just late in the show down a rabbit hole, you know, with the Iranian history, because it's no, going to create but, arguments. I mean,
6: you have to know the truth. Yeah, he, he's right. He, he is to this point right, but that actually happened. Dr. Mohammed okay. was in charge, and then they, yeah. they didn't want him. And then yeah, Shah went and came back, and then exiled Dr. Muhammad Musadeq. And let's put it that way to the end for tonight, my friends. All right. Okay. There
1: we go. Whew. <laughs> Stars didn't even get <laughs> into that one. <laughs> Every,
11: yeah. Everybody, take a deep breath. Everybody, take a deep breath. I'm I'm wondering where Lori is because she don't. Say nothing yeah she just kind of pops in where, where you just go? Her, has, her voice be heard. i know what <laughs> i'd be saying you don't be you don't say nothing you just pop in and then all of a sudden pop out like super yeah. one come in fly in <laughs> with the cape you just fly in with the cape say Well, two sometimes it's words. a little
2: hard to get a word in, too. But uh, you know, oh, I man, enjoy listening have... with the back and forth. But uh, when there's five people talking at once, I don't want to be number six. You know. I wasn't.
11: I wasn't trying to get into all that old Middle Eastern stuff because that stuff is too complicated. It is way for too this complicated.
1: late in the show. For this late in the show, yes,
11: it is. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, those are conversations that we can have for, you know, forever. You know, we could do a show every single night and talk about that stuff and still not cover everything, you know.
11: All right. So here's what I wanted to ask you. Host, Laurieann, we're in overtime. I know time is limited. What is it time we got left? What is it else we can touch on that the listeners can you know, kind of get their teeth in and feel like they're still connected to this earth because I feel like here's the energy I get. I feel like there's so many of us that feel so disconnected at this point in our lives.
10: And I'm not talking about
11: anybody here. I just know that I feel this way. I know that other people are feeling this way. I just feel so disconnected, like nobody understands what I'm thinking. And I know that there's so many people who are feeling the same way and they're, they're, they're trying to figure out, all right, damn, how am I going to pay rent? Oh, is my child doing good at school? Damn. Damn. I can't get my car. It's
0: fixed. a disconnect. It's a disconnect.
1: Yeah, it's a disconnect in the country today that we have amongst the people and the government. <laughs> because okay.
6: people fear from each other, then then we you know say uh, you don't know your neighbor because everybody fear from each other, and the system it does that because they want us to be separate because otherwise if we uh, know each other like what we know here. So, everybody will be awake up and everybody will understand what the hell is going on. So, then it's harder to, uh, I guess, to control or whatever they want to do. But, uh, you know, when we all escape from each other, then it's easier to. What about you, Laurie? What's
1: your thought?
2: I think well, that yeah, this on I purpose.
11: Hear, I wanted to hear from Lorianne. Okay, you, well, I won't answer then since I was
2: to. asked and then other people start talking and don't allow me a chance to answer. But, okay, <laughs> go on.
1: Go ahead, go. We, well, I, didn't know, we, we, I was wondering where you were. I said, where, are, where did she go? And then you jumped in right when we started talking. So go ahead. You've got the floor. Go ahead. Lorianne's got the floor, everybody. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> okay. I was going to say this disconnect is on purpose Um, Mm because we're so so much more easily manipulated and controlled when we feel disconnected from our fellow man, from our humanity, from our spirituality, um, from this earth, uh, disconnected from the consequences of our actions on others, Uh, disconnected, um, you know, we are just so much more easily manipulated when people are isolated and alone. And I don't know how many times I've talked to people where we're having conversations like this, you know, but they're, you know, know, outside like in the real world. And, you know, these are people that, you know, all they watch is CNN or whatever, and sometimes it's like when you do break through, it's like, wow, I can't believe I'm actually talking with somebody that thinking the same way I am and that it's okay for me to say it without judgment and stuff like that. Yep. And it's like, exactly. Like that's what we're missing. That's the point. You know, that's what that's what these globalists want. They want us to be so disconnected from each other that we lose our own power. We feel worthless. We feel insignificant. Um, we are disconnected from from our Creator and the power we really have, and we minimize ourselves. I mean, that's a that's a. There, it's working. You know, their psyops, all of that stuff is working, and it's working very, very well.
0: Amen.
11: Anybody else? Couldn't have said it better myself.
8: I couldn't have either.
6: Bravo, Lorien. Hey,
8: Robert, what what do you think? You, Robert,
7: you've been quiet. What's going on? (laughs) I've I've been quiet because I've been doing exactly what Lorien is. I'm I'm listening. And um, essentially, Joe, I I wanted to say thank you for last night after my show didn't work. (laughs) We all kind of gravitated to you. So I wanted to thank you for that. You're welcome. As always, no problem. So, But I've I've just been listening And I I agree totally with what Ann just said (laughs) We're all feeling disconnected And one of the things that I've noticed um, With Blog Talk Radio And what's going on with with Blog Talk Radio I think what's happening with Blog Talk Radio Is an overt (laughs) attempt to try to keep us disconnected Whereas we're trying to reconnect with all of our shows you might be right. You might be right. What do you think, Lorianne?
1: I think he's got something there. I think I didn't even think about that.
2: It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, with, with Soros becoming the biggest stakeholder in the parent companies, um, plus there's been all these issues, I mean, I think it's, you know, and it's a lot of conservatives use this platform, you know, uh, it, because there's so few left where we can do so and not be censored. And so, of course, they're going to come and attack this um, to further disconnect each other.
6: Yeah. Uh, Lorian, but you should know, tonight is a full moon, too. And many, many things can happen, too. Either more people getting sick to the hospitals and many other events can happen during the full moon, such as earthquakes. The uh, floods, and, uh, et cetera. Full moon? So,
1: full moon? Wait, what, what, was it, was yeah. it a full moon last week and last
6: night too? Uh, uh, yeah. you no, know, yeah. it's a weekend. So, I mean, uh, I, because of different time zones, so I don't know. But it, it lasts at least two days. So, you know, it, it's not just one night. It, it takes a few more nights to go away. I, mean, yeah, get I don't know knowledge. about
1: that.
11: So but uh, can I, can yeah, I make a, Can I make Yeah, 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 please, please, please. Okay. Um you guys need to move to YouTube. The platform is free and I'm not promoting YouTube. I'm just telling you what people are doing. Well, go to that, YouTube. That's something. You can now people do. are going
2: to Rumble because of YouTube. YouTube actually you can, uh, you did not do. publish one of my shows because I played clips talking about like, like the the truth about COVID and the COVID shots. Like, right, I played right. uh, you by really grateful. To, and right, uh, right. and Spreaker automatically generates it to YouTube. Well, YouTube unpublished it, uh, unpublished it, and gave me a warning. So people are okay. going to rumble yeah. now. Everybody's going, so, fuck you, YouTube.
11: Let me give you the game. Let me give I you the a game whole, on YouTube.
2: I had Go a ahead, whole
11: channel
7: Scott. on YouTube uh, for about 10 years. and had about 300 and some videos on there, and I made did a uh, uh, video one Saturday morning about masks and why they don't work and had a doctor on there that was – like 30 years in the, in the business of respiratory stuff, and I got kicked off of YouTube for that, and they banned me and took all of my videos off, so I went to Rumble.
11: Let me give you guys the game. Here's how all it right. works. Go ahead, use Rumble, because I do Rumble as well. I'm not a YouTuber. I told you guys this before. I don't know who remembers. I'm a YouTube. I watch videos. What you do is, when you get on YouTube and you create your content, you have to build your subscribership. Once you do that, then you can venture off into what it is that you really want to talk about and what you really want to say. I subscribe to channels where they use whole profanity-laden diatribes. Fuck everything. Whatever you can think of. And they don't even get canceled out. The reason why is because they got over 500,000 subscribers. So what you have to do with YouTube is you kind of have to build the channel incrementally and just, introduce your subjects, keep everything clean, just kind of be, you know, by the wayside. Because everything on YouTube is free. Once you create your channel and you're doing your content, (laughs) basically the only thing that you're paying for is your production, how good your stuff looks, how good you sound. That's all you're paying for. So, once you build that and you get your subscribership up, then you can release the house after that
7: yeah but, yeah, but you have to be allowed on YouTube before you can do that, and I can't even get back on there. I've tried
11: well, that's because you've had a previous account
7: <laughs> well i'm I'm happy with rumble, so
11: <laughs> now. Here's what I wanted to add to that. Rumble doesn't have the same type of censorship that YouTube has because YouTube has become the platform for entertainers, uh, media, and all the entities to transition into. That's the reason why. So you can do both. You can build your rumble, then transition into YouTube, just create a channel and just post videos. Don't have to be nothing serious. Don't have to be nothing controversial. Just They got check phone lines? Line? You got phone calls? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I know that YouTube. You can do everything on YouTube, and it doesn't cost you any money. Well, that's you why you me hear anything. about. That's why you hear about people who are YouTube sensations. Now all of a sudden, they're making all this money because they get over a million followers. They, you can have a call-in line. You can have all of that. On YouTube All of that I'm a youtube Not a YouTuber I call in on YouTube shows all the time But it's just cooking shows And sports shows Yeah It's toll-free numbers That you get with your YouTube account And you just have What you have to do is You just have to build it Once you build it And you get that subscribership Right, Man, you are good to go. You are good to yep, go. I'm telling y'all. I'm giving y'all the game,
12: except I for except for YouTube, did. except for YouTube doing the shadow band thing.
9: Yep.
12: Because uh, I, uh, you know, I'm not on uh, YouTube or anything, mm-hmm. but I watch a lot of RV YouTube that a lot of people put up and there's been a few of them now who are being they're not being banned from youtube they still got their youtube channels but their subscribers you know one day will be you know four or five thousand people you know subscribe to the channel and they'll put up a video and suddenly you know, they're down in the hundreds and yeah, people are calling people, people are calling them and go getting with them and saying, what happened to my prescription subscription? Are you still on YouTube? Blah, blah, blah. You yeah.
0: Know, so that's
12: YouTube, just, uh, YouTube, YouTube won't. I mean, you build up, you know, a, a big following and stuff. That don't matter because YouTube will take your followers and just delete them.
11: Yeah. That's just the tricks of the game. Meanwhile, while you're doing that YouTube thing, you can still do blog talk. You can still do Spreaker. You can still do Rumble. You can still do everything. You're not limited. All I'm saying is is that YouTube can give you a segue. In something
0: huge
11: if you can hit the market it's it's like anything in life. well, if you can hit that market and get that audience, you'll be huge period
8: well, you know th- That's a the big same thing
12: the same the same thing with blog talk radio, okay. Uh like Ron Reck used to be on uh on a show I years ago.
11: I used to be on the show with Ron Reck ten years ago when he yeah. was with uh the dude in Tennessee. I forget his name, the night show. Yep. Um who what was his name? On the night show in I, Tennessee? I, I can't remember. I used to be with Ron Reck. I know exactly who you're talking about. So, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Move forward. I mean, it can
12: be done on blog talk radio.
11: You know, It can. But blog talk radio doesn't give you the same flexibility that Rumble and YouTube gives you. It doesn't give you the same flexibility. You just have to know how it works. That's all I'm saying. You just have to. You don't have to give up Blog Talk Radio. You can be on Blog Talk Radio. You can be on YouTube. You can be on Rumble. You can be on Spreaker. You can be on all platforms at the same damn time. It don't matter. But YouTube gives you a lot of flexibility. But the flexibility that they give you is going to be predicated on your subscribership and how often your content is viewed. So you got to put out content on a regular basis, and you have to get people to view your content on a regular basis, then your algorithm moves up so that if I'm a person, say, for instance, I like to hear about politics or whatever the case may be, and you're and you're on YouTube, and I've never gone to your channel, all of a sudden, you're going to pop up in my algorithm and it's going to show me your thumbnail. Oh, we're talking about uh transhumanism. We're talking about AI. Whatever you put in the header is going to pop up on my timeline cuz that's the shit I watch. Now all of a sudden, I'm clicking on your channel. Now I'm listening To whatever it is that you're talking about If I like Mm -hmm. what I hear Bam, I hit the subscribe button Now you got another listener That's how YouTube works
7: I had a lot of listeners But it didn't matter after they deleted all my videos
11: Well, that's a whole other program Right there So I don't know what you was talking about cuz evidently you was talking about something that the powers that be didn't want to be heard.
7: Yeah, the truth.
11: <laughs> and that's how that works. And do you know do you guys know where YouTube is based at? I'm I'm born and bred northern Californian. I'm from Oakland, San Francisco. YouTube is based in San Carlos which is just south of San Francisco and YouTube is under the umbrella of Google. Did you guys mm. know
7: that? And there's the problem. And that's the biggest
6: problem yep, because I knew that. Google they track you and 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 everything is uh, you know it's just YouTube. Uh, not as good as Rumble or, or any
7: YouTube, other YouTube world.
11: is owned by Google. Yeah, I know. Of course, yeah. Well, everybody doesn't know that. So well, I did. So once, once, but, you, but we create, because once we, you create we, that we, YouTube account, go ahead. You to
0: sorry,
6: the
11: Joe, to Joe uh,
6: channel, so everybody are informed, mm-hmm. Americans. And uh, anyway, uh, I want you to check the NY Prepper because he made uh, like over uh, uh, the same way as you you mentioned, I think, and also Canadian Prepper. Please see these two uh, on YouTube and next time tell us what do you think, please.
11: Okay. And I just wanted um, the, the powers that be that are in control of this channel. You can do this on YouTube. You just have to figure out how to do it. That part, I can't tell you. But you can create a channel because, man, YouTube got a whole lot of stuff going on right now that's explicit. They really do. They, they have kind of opened up the doorway to... You know, they're doing things that are on borderline pornographic, if you understand what I'm talking about. I get things in my algorithm, right, where I do – I watch females doing these try-on. They they do these try-on hauls where they buy clothes and whatnot and all this. Now, all of a sudden, I got this stuff popping up on my YouTube where the females are doing see-throughs. They're actually showing women's breasts, not bare, but they can put on something, and it shows their breasts, but I'm just telling y'all how this shit works. So now they've expanded. Now they've expanded into the uh, soft, what they call soft pornography, where you can see a woman putting on something like for the beach and a see-through, and you can you can see everything. And I, I was looking at that shit. I was like, damn. How are they getting this shit to play on a consistent basis? And then this harkens back to what you guys are talking about. Well, we're talking about this and that and this and that, and they're shutting us down. Man, y'all need to go to YouTube and do some research. And when I say do research, just go to YouTube. Just start clicking on stuff and see what you can pull up. You will be surprised of the the content that is there that you can see. And then once you see that, you'll be like, oh, I know what to do now. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. You'll be looking like, man, they can do that? And then I got flagged for just <laughs> talking
4: you. about something?
11: Oh, this is crazy. You'll figure it out. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And then, when you go to YouTube and you do your shows unlimited, you can do a show for two hours, three hours, whatever the case may be. They ain't charging you nothing for it. you just you just designate the time and you just go for it. You just have to have your production together, you know, your cameras, your microphones, if that's what you're doing. If you're not on camera, then you got to have your visual effects and you know, whatever it, whatever it takes to capture the person's attention. Man, that YouTube is golden. And, yes, it has its downsides. However, if you go and you research it, just powers that be that are listening, just go to YouTube and just click on different stuff and look at people's videos. Don't don't have any ideas. Just look at stuff. Look at somebody's cooking show. Look at a sports show. Look at uh, a yoga. Man, I'm telling you, I'm a YouTube I got subscriptions all over the world. I got subscriptions in the Ukraine, in Russia, Cambodia, Thailand, um, the United States. Mexico, Michoacan, Oaxaca, you name it. I got subscriptions all over the world. And these people be having like over a million subscribers living in villages. And I'm like, how the hell are they doing this? I'm telling you. I'm telling you tap into it. You might not like, you know, the way that it's run, but once you learn how it's run, you'll figure out a way to get your money and make money off of it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's a gold mine. See, I'm too old. I don't have a sophistication anymore, even though, you know, I got my dual monitors. I got my little space station in my room. I'm not really trying to do all that type of stuff. I just take advantage of it. So I see it. I see it. And and you guys have to understand, these sports athletes, guess what they're doing? They're doing podcasts. Guess what they're doing their podcasts on? YouTube. Mm-hmm. All these all these ex athletes, prominent athletes. Shannon Sharp, Shay Shay, Club Shay Shay, he got a channel. Then you got Stephen A. Smith from ESPN. He got a channel <laughs> on YouTube. This is what they doing. This is what they doing. I'm just uh, anyway, my
6: friends, uh, I have to go I say uh, good night, good afternoon, good morning,
11: anybody you are uh, bye bye. Bye bye. All right, my good man. Good night. Bye bye. I'm, I'm sorry I talked so long. I apologize.
1: I wanna know where the hell the phone number is on here. I can't find no phone where you get where they can have call ins. I don't I just can't see it. I can't find it do you you already have a
11: channel set up?
1: yeah, I got a channel
11: already all right, you have to create a phone line you have to how do i how do how do you do that? See that part <laughs> of it I don't know. I go to shows and they have call in numbers so here's yeah, what I'm you talking. do here's what you do. find somebody who has a YouTube channel where they have a call-in number, they'll show you how to do it, boom, you in. All right. It's, really, well, it's, it's not it's directly
2: really... on YouTube, though, so you can sign up, like, with Skype to get a dedicated number. Or
8: Google Back, Voice yeah.
2: to get a dedicated number
8: there and then you that's go. when
2: you get the mixer, and then that way you can bring it, you know all of that stuff in there you go um there you go, mix everything up and add your video, and then that's how they're doing it, so it's not you know something that's built into YouTube
11: like okay. talk. but uh. you, but you gotta figure it out, but you gotta figure it out Lorianne. that's that's how it works exactly. You you work together, you figure out how it works, and then you get it hooked up. Because you guys can do this. You guys can get together, and you don't have to eliminate blog talk. You can just transition into the YouTube sphere. You can transition into that. And then you can bring over all your listeners, and then let them know. Oh yeah, we on YouTube. You put in the URL, and then you you let them know when you live on YouTube. Then they subscribe because as soon as you guys do that, like right now, my man. What's your channel? What's your channel on YouTube?
1: Oh, uh, Gibson Media. I think that's the name of it. Hang on. (laughs) Hang on. Let me go to my channel here.
11: Um, Yeah, Gibson Media. Cody, Cody Gibson Media Day?
1: No, that's not me.
11: Hold on.
2: Uh, You can look up Joseph Gibson, Gibson Media. Yeah, I think you'll probably find it on
11: on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. Okay. What What do I What am I putting in the search again?
1: Hang on. I'm going to give you my exact name right now. Joseph Gibson.
5: Gibson Media. Hang on.
1: Gibson. Yeah. Gibson Media. Restoring our republic. That's the name of my. That's the name. That's my channel. Should
11: come and right this up. This is on YouTube, right? <laughs>
7: yep, I got it.
1: Yeah. yeah, you found it, right, Robert? Yeah, I and found it. www.youtube.com www- at Gibson Media. Uh, 2302. That's my Gibson, web name.
11: Gibson Media Restoring Our Republic. There you go. Understanding the times in which we live in today. Restoring yeah, our you republic. You like that? I'm going to, I just subscribed, dude. Oh, thank you. I
1: would, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, you know. Why? Robert, you stay Why? away. You get banned. <laughs> yeah,
7: I'm banned. <laughs>
11: Okay, so with that being and, said... And
7: I have actually you, tried to you get have, on there using now, different emails me, and everything let else let hit, and it still doesn't work.
11: Let me hit you to something. You have two episodes, right? Yeah. Okay. You got to start putting content on there on a regular basis. That's how it shows up and people's okay. algorithms.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, cool. I'll, I'll mess with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna take your advice. I always listen to other people and take their advice and see what they have to say. And I'll try it out. You know, I'm I'm about getting everything out there and information out there. You know.
11: Now, understand what I'm saying. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just trying not. to hip you to. I'm just trying to yeah. hip you to the game. This nope, is and I appreciate get you that. In. When you start putting content on on a regular basis, this starts popping up on everybody's algorithm that's on YouTube.
4: All right.
11: See, when it's only like one or two things, nobody's going to see that. When they start seeing, when you start popping up content repeatedly, like three, four times a week, and it might take you six months. It might take six months. But guess what? All of a sudden, when people log on to YouTube, all of a sudden, you start popping up in their algorithm. And they'll be like, "Who is this?" And then they click on it, and then all of a sudden, they're listening. Well,
1: they'll know who them. I
11: am. Well, I'm
1: not. I'm not well, exactly a nobody on the internet. <laughs> no.
7: When I when no, I, I was didn't. There, I, I
11: did didn't mean it I did that. Five a
7: week. What, no, no, I know. I know. I'm,
11: I, what I'm saying is, is when you're constantly putting content on. It creates traffic. It creates traffic. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, you're giving good advice.
8: Yeah, I appreciate it.
11: And then all of a sudden, people start clicking on just out of curiosity. That's how I found, man, I belong to like, I got over 200 subscriptions. And you know how I got them? I'm going to tell you from a YouTube E, not a YouTuber. You know how I got them? Because I love watching things about food. And I always pull up food videos. And then food videos start coming in my algorithm. And then I started clicking on different people who are creating food. And then I started subscribing. That's how it worked. For me. That's how it worked work for me. So, I just wanted to lace y'all with that. I know that we're yeah, in overtime. Ma'am. I'm sorry. I feel like I've taken up so much time on you guys' show. Nah, you're and right. And I feel, I feel bad about that. I feel Come like on, I just kind of over... I feel like I over. It wasn't my show, everybody. actually. It was Donnie's show. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Donnie, nah. my bad. My bad, Donnie. I, I don't like think he's listening.
1: I don't think he's listening anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
11: <laughs> see, I still
1: didn't see what I did was they came over to my channel tonight because his show wasn't working. So that's what I meant by that.
11: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, it's All a right. new issue that's flagging Blog Talk Radio right now. Apparently. Uh, Robert show, Conservative Nation Media last night had the same problem where the guest lines weren't working so people couldn't call in to the guest number. And yeah. so but Joe Gibson's is magically working. He's a lucky one. And then tonight, same thing with Donnie C show. Nobody could call in. Um, and so that we, we moved our way over here. And so I'm just crossing my fingers and, you know, let's place our best if I'm going to be one of the lucky ones <laughs> where my show <laughs> you're know, able to told. call in.
11: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to get out of here. I appreciate you guys letting me talk. And, you know, I know I can be long-winded. I don't mean to be. Um, I'm just, I'm in the same energy space that you guys are. I want humanity to be better. I want us to do better. I see what's going on. I really appreciate the fact that you guys give me a voice. Laurieann, I'm going to be on your show kicking up some dust. There you go. Uh, you already, you you're already You're welcome know to do so. You <laughs> I'm you just already, glad to, you, you uh, know, going you going know
2: radio meet you tonight, Patrick. Um, so it's been a pleasure, yep. and I hope that you'll tune in tomorrow night you as well. Know Man, I was
11: coming to your show. I'm coming to your show, kicking up dust. I don't care what the subject <laughs> is, because Patrick got styles upon styles upon styles. So it don't matter what you're talking about. You could can, can be talking about the Ayatollah Khomeini in 1979, 1980, or you could be talking about Hitler in 1932, or you could talk about Julius Caesar back in 2,000 years ago, or you could be talking about Nefertiti and King Tut, or you could talk.